Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This week in league, Anthony Milford shows he scores tries like he kicks field goals when they don't matter. Madge set to turn the Tigers' season around with an injection of eyebrows and Jesus. With a New South Wales spot on the line, Jordan McLean's origin hopes have ducked their head. Plus, we look ahead to round 14 of the 2019 NRL season. All that more this week in League. Welcome to episode 322 of This Week in League. I'm mate. And I'm Jay. How you going, my man? Fucking glorious. <laughs> Full tank well, of serotonin on this Tuesday. We've fucking <laughs> Penrith's knocked off this season already. The the form team in in Newcastle, who, according to their fans, are dead yeah. set certainties for the premiership. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, this is, you know, according to their fans. You know, we just- And then at, you look at them in Newcastle. We just absolutely anal the- Top strength defending <laughs> premier side. Like, yeah, what did you give him the third or fourth loss in a row? Like with, you know, with future future immortal Cooper Cronk coming back in to the side, <laughs> the man that that's you know was instrumental in a decade of Origin dominance. Cameron He's, Smith plays for these. <laughs> no, Cooper Cronk. Well, you know, won a grand final single handedly with a broken arm last year. Well, I dare say he actually he just rode he he just rode he just rode uh, in in the in the back in the caboose of a fucking train that was headed Look, to the right what. place. I tell, I tell you what, yep, that's Mo- cool. It's good to see a different move. It's Mon- good. I mean, it's good to see you happier. Mon- Monday, when everyone else was in recovering doing video sessions, he was a tattoo artist getting a giant BKB across his chest. <sighs> Bill Kickow's bitch. Oh, so we like we like Kickow again now. Because oh, he did the thing twice instead of once. Yes, <laughs> I like him a hundred percent more. <laughs> yeah, no, had a fantastic weekend. Who would have thought? Fucking, just do the thing more than <laughs> <laughs> and do other things that are important in a football game. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, shout out again. Uh, had the matrimonial ceremony of a long time super fan. Man introduced me to the show originally. Mr. Mm. Wars. Yep. Well, um, and, he, and he's co-hosted uh, at least one time, maybe a yeah. couple times, yeah. Um, got married on the weekend. It was nice enough to, to take us all to the Broncos game and watch them get butt-fucked. <laughs> at his own, weekend, yeah, at his so, own fucking... <laughs> yeah. You know, gave, gave up his fucking $1,000 a year membership seats to other people so he could come, so he, so come he, and sit up with his mates. And, and uh, yeah. <laughs> And, and watch his thing get butt fucked by the fucking Titans at home. <laughs> yeah, so. that's a that's a real kick in the cunt for <laughs> <laughs> not the way I choose to spend a honeymoon. Yes, <laughs> but hey, you know some people are into like you know the dominatrix thing and 
<laughs> and they seek that sort of stuff out. And if I had to pick anyone from my circle who would be like that way, Sam would probably be the one. <laughs> really? Well, it's not you. <laughs> no. Although I wouldn't say no if someone wanted to. Well, having said that, I mean, you know, that we also know someone who, you know, got fucked by a strip That's- over the, yeah, you know, recently. Yeah. So <laughs> then, then there's always the creeper. There's always the most vanilla yeah. guy you know. Yeah. Uh, half an eye on fucking the uh, Evie Sam. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I had a new experience. Did you get fucked by a stripper too? No. Didn't oh, okay. get fucked by a stripper. No. Um, but I'd been. Yeah. When I say fuck too, I mean let's not let's not get it twisted. Not like the traditional way you fuck strippers. I mean stripper fucking you in the ass with a with a you know prosthetic. You know, device of some getting pegged. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep this PG. Yeah, oh, yeah. he was pegged good. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, I was talking about pegged good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I um, I had a, a rendezvous with a receptacle. Oh, um, been a while since we've had one of those. Well, at least one that's been mentioned for the yeah, show. Yeah, we've had a story. New receptacle, repeat so, customer. No, this one was a repeat customer. Okay, cool. Um, and kayaking. No, no, that's <laughs> that's, a, that's an that's inner cute. sanctum joke. That one, like, as as in, that one is so far not returning. Yeah, that I didn't even see her face after she turned around and walked out. I just left. <laughs> but, um, similar though. Oh, you got there. Who cares? Similar. Um, whereas that one was a shame gasm. Yes. This I'd, I've been upping my um my physical CLs. activity oh, okay. regimen. Um. And oh, it might have been the week before. So now, so you, was, now you do kayak often? No, I don't. <laughs> so don't. But so after Magic Round, yes. After three days of Kentucky hot chicken, no, what is it? Nashville, yeah, like Nashville hot chicken. Hot chicken yeah. Um, fucking the worst thing I ever did putting him on beers. Instagram and stuff though too, because now it's like I'm just getting taunted by that shit all yeah. the time now. And like I'm saying, after Magic Weekend, no more. Oh, for, yeah, no more. Well, so not to grand final. Probably. Three, day, three days of that. Yep, and. My asshole looked like the guy, the dead guy in Chernobyl. <laughs> so, um, Vasily Ignatenko. <laughs> so, the issue I was having was I'd been like trying to exercise a bit. Yep. I was in terrible, terrible sphincter pain. <laughs> and, and I'd been for a, um, a pedal, a bike yeah, ride. Yeah. And, and later that afternoon, was having sex, and you know those, the stress toys you used to be able to get. Well, you remember that shop, Granny Mays? Yeah, I remember yeah. Okay, Mays, yeah. so Granny Mays used to sell those stress things, and it was like a like squishy a cow, and you'd squeeze it, yeah, and there was a little balloon inside, and it'd like puff out of its asshole. Okay, that's what mine looked like every time she'd like go down. <laughs> so I'm. I'm trying to clench. Really, not for consumption. <laughs> I'm trying to clench my sphincter. Yeah. So that I don't actually like explode out of my backside yeah. and just end up all over the place. This and- is the grossest fucking sex story I've ever. And like, and I've seen videos where guys fuck chicks in their nipples. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the like the Japanese end- chicks, <laughs> you'd be surprised to know <laughs> the end's not that good. But um. It's a poor girl that, that, you know, cops the worst of this. So, at the end of it, mm. I'm squeezing my butt cheeks together so hard while still trying to perform. Mm-hmm. 
every muscle from my calves to my back has cramped at once. (laughs) (laughs) And so I've all of a sudden, it was like I got like instant rigor mortis (laughs) on the lower half of me. Uh. And so I'm finishing at the same time and I'm like, Screaming and moaning and screaming, and all I remember is this poor girl on top of me going, "What's happening? What's happening? What's happening?" I've um, done. I've broken something. <laughs> this old man. I'm immediately um, taking down the top fucking the, 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 the top range of the age scale. <laughs> yes. So. Well. So what? So, so ultimately, the, what's what's the what's the wash out of that? That's well, obvious. It's obviously not the not not the not a, a kayak story. I mean, no, but that's just- that was my first ever pain gasm. Yeah. Okay. So my my worry is that I'm just moving further and further away from normal shit. <laughs> oh, so you, you, it was your first ever pain gasm, yeah. but it also happened. You happened to love it. Oh, it, it wasn't <laughs> any worse than than regular ones, but you know, I'm not seeking them out. <sighs> Speaking of fucking just massive ejaculations, this story of Tim Manor potentially going to the West Tigers, it has captured my imagination and uh, masturbation, followed by very quickly after ejaculation. And um, my goodness, this this fucking story is just. I was I was expecting some crazy shit leading up to June thirty. Yes, and it's been fairly quiet except for you know a couple of weeks of ongoing you know DWZ not happy blah blah blah, and then that played out, and then he's then he's it's all like oh he's going to fucking Parramatta. Well, yeah, or he's got or yeah, and then he's um or he could be you know could be going to the Tigers, and nope, he's yeah. going to the Dogs, and like that was that was a destination that nobody, no no journal seen, no, no one had them in the list of you know possible. Yeah, targets. Mm. So, uh, you know, the dogs have picked up a, a surly fucking- Which is very interesting. Um, one of the big things that, that DWZ was, you know, uh, loudly unhappy about was not being able to play fullback. Yeah. And if you look at Canterbury, there's a, a lot of things that they could be doing a little bit better. And I don't think- Fullback Meanies. is no Meany is great, and you like know he, what? Dean Pay likes Meany there so much so that DWZ is named in the centres this week. Yeah, <laughs> to make his debut for the Dogs. You know, Meany's not even in probably the top six or seven things that you would say are a priority to improve quickly at the club. No, no, not at all. Um, unless it's just a money play. But then um, we move um, along to this magical fucking story, which is still going on as we speak. We uh, honestly, before this episode ends, I'm going to get on my phone and just check and see if anything's yeah, happened over the, like the, the, you know, yeah. the hour and a half or whatever that transpires. Yeah. Because yesterday it was, you know, like obviously grain of salt. But you know, uh, Dean Ritchie is like he, uh, he's asked for a release from Parramatta and will be signing with the Tigers. Us. You know, as soon as tomorrow, which is you know today as we're speaking to you, and uh, that didn't didn't transpire. Then there was I could see Twitter talking about. Hang on a minute, there's a backflip is currently in progress, as so he may may not leave Parramatta at all. You know, and uh, then then just before we started recording, I looked again, and then it's like, oh, no, it looks like you know the Tigers thing's back on, and not only that, the Tigers uh, supposedly saying that they will they're offering to extend him. Past it, just the end of this season. Let me put something to you. Take the news cycle out of this and take um, social media out of this. Yeah. How differently does this deal go down? 
As in, I've, I've yeah. Let me put a couple of well, go, Yeah. One of them, Timmy Manners there, and all of a sudden, everyone in his family, well, not everyone in his family, but well, you the know, ones the, that are- All bar, bar one, yeah. essentially. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, say, uh, uh, Timmy, I've, people aren't liking this. They say that your, your defining trait was your loyalty, and you stuck through the club through thick and thin, and you were- you're on the fucking side of a building as a loyal cunt. This is not sitting well. Does Timmy then start going, oh, shit, I haven't signed the paperwork yet. Oh, maybe maybe finishing finishing yeah. uh, finishing my career in reserve grade yeah. Uh, yeah, under an ungrateful cunt coach with a little obnoxious cunt halfback who doesn't like me. Or scenario B, it's just the good old player manager leaks out that he's going. Yeah. And then I think it's about. I, th- I I don't think it reflects as badly on him because he's like he's in he's in reserve grade, and if he feels like he's been forced yep. out, or if he's being forced out, because yep. that's essentially what's yeah you know, that's that's the play. Mm. Bury a guy in reserve grade and just uh, with no avenue or pathway back to yeah, the top grade, that's it. and you know you, you're forcing them to take you know to 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 take that step, and you're and as the club you're like you want them to take that step because presumably there'd be some kind of salary cap relief in you know if they're like a long-standing player that's making a you know decent amount of coin. Yep. And as I expect, you know the loyalty thing. You know I expect that he probably has been rewarded for that over you yep. know his current contract, and um and it's probably been paid more than he would be otherwise paid. Um, so he's forced to he's forced to make this the decision. I think there'd be a bit of a fan backlash in terms of the fact that he is kind of a face of the club mm. and has been for ages. He's been a constant through a you know a decade of of shit. Like he'd be about the only face people haven't scribbled off merchandise for the past five. Yeah, years. yeah. Uh, but but all that aside, and I mean, from all reports, you know, he's a great guy and everything, and he's you know embodies what you know what you think. Um, but for strictly footballing reasons, under what circumstances mm. would would that be a good idea? Not just for the Tigers, but for any fucking team in the competition, even the Titans. Anybody, maybe. Yeah, fuck, you know. If you had no props and you and all, all your props were like under fucking 23 or something and you wanted to, you An needed a, like a, yeah, like a, mm. a, a Yoda sort of character to show them the ways of not being a cunt. But even then, he's not, he's no James Graham. Yeah, but I mean, he's never bit no one's ear in a grand final yeah, and fuck, you know, like, I mean. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that, that was like James Graham went there for that sort of old mental role. But he still puts the work in and yeah. gets results everywhere. Yeah, it's- yeah. I mean, like, I mean, man has been past it for you know, in terms of playing, like just been average yep. for for a while, you know. Yep. And then he comes out, you know, we'll talk him up as being you know, bang average, and you'll fucking put a step on someone and run thirty meters and score a try <laughs> and sticks. But it's just, why can't Madge get anything out of fucking Packer and Madalino? <laughs> Yeah, it's because um, they they like they had moments when they first lobbed at the club. They had moments where they were fucking great, and they were almost the engines on which that early season, last season, where they were you know winning games narrowly, yeah. you know with low low score lines. They were the engines through which yep the victories happened. Yeah, and so, would stand up in those key moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if they wonder if they're totally cooked, and or if you know another club can and. Oh, yeah, especially the yeah Madge who who has had so much success with building around you know dominant forwards and making them yeah. the linchpin 
of his football plans. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a strange one. So, hey, I saw another article today. It was basically talking about, you know, the potential mayhem that's going to going to occur before June 30. Potential, okay. Well, they're saying that also Panthers, mm. in moving on DWZ, yep. they also are prepared to move on names such as, well, I'll go from the least surprising yep. to the most. Gianni Katoa. Gianni Katoa. No, no, Gianni no. Katoa. No, sorry. His name's not on the list. Fuck. I'll, I'll take you Sione Katoa and I'll, and I'll, and I will uh, raise you uh, Jack Hetherington, <laughs> a.k.a. the Blue Mountains Keegan Hipgrave. <laughs> I hope the Titans get him. <laughs> Could you imagine? There's only room. There's not enough room for these. Oh, they, they might join some fucking tag team, like a Bash Brothers sort of. Wunga <laughs> uh, Blake. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, well, he was. That was the talk with. Um, the Titans. Mm. And RCG, another name. Yeah, if he's not performing. And so they've, they 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 tie, retired Tim Grant as you know, last week or the week before Medically. to upgrade Mitch that's Kenny. It. Yep. And uh, then that's, that sees Tyrone Peachy. I'm fucking terrible. Every, like, depending on if he does good things or bad things. Yeah. I just hear Cartman voice. <laughs> 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 like he does something good, and I'm just like, oh, Kenny, oh, yeah, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, it's a bad Kenny. <laughs> um, Peachy apparently is weighing up his future, thinking about returning to the Panthers. Panthers apparently receptive to the idea, and the Gold Coast are like, if that's what he wants to do, then go with our blessing. Fucking hell. So you may get Tyrone back. Oh, do you want Tyrone back? It's a th- it's it's a thing though because the Titans have confirmed that they're leaving the decision up to him, and if he asks for a release, he'll get a release. Yeah, that's it. Depends under what conditions, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I I don't think in this maybe day they maybe maybe so they can sign like Dane Gagai, who's not happy at Souths. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're back in these fucking weird three ways, but. Um, I've said this to a couple of different people. Um, you know, the only people who say, oh, I'd, I'd have Peachy at my club are people that haven't had Peachy at their club. <laughs> See, he was good for you guys, I thought. Yeah, like the Titans, it's, yeah, you know, what, objectively, what Titans, is he's been just fucking penalty merchant, you know, played one good game all season. Yeah, but that's more a byproduct of the team that's around him rather than him. Because what you remember when you remember Tyrone Peachy is his involvement in all of those, you know, comeback victories, 14 nil down, yeah. run down Canberra and score yep. three tries in the last four yep. minutes. Yep. That's what you remember when you think of Tyrone Peachy. Oh, he can create something out of nothing and da da da, da. What you forget is his stark involvement in getting into those holes. Yeah. holes. Yep. Um, and, and unfortunately, I, th- I think he's not, really doing much to evolve enough as a player yep. that I'd be, be happy to lose him. I just think the thing that's fucked Penrith are too many long-term deals. Guys are just too comfy out there. Yep, yep. You know, you remember when Wonga Blake was, was barnstorming and, and playing for his fucking he life. Was, was, he a, was he an ex-Greg Inglis at some stage? I feel like he was. Not for a long period of time, and it was more just size and shape. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they're all, you know, they're, they're rarely based and, on anything more than that. And he also had fucking 
terrible hands in the beginning. <laughs> well, he wasn't wang a bean for no yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, fucking, I I would take contract year Wong a Blake over almost any centre in the competition. So fucking hell, you know, that is what they used to say when it was socially acceptable. Fucking retarded. <laughs> Now we must say <laughs> retarded. Retarded. <laughs> um, uh, so retarded PCs out there. So we had this situation in the Cowboys game the other night where uh, Josh McGuire once again went the fucking eye gouge, and um, for the second time this season, and for what the sixth time? Sixth time in his career, and and so the fine system is you can be fined twice in a year. And then after that, you know, you're starting to do time. So when he gets to his third eye gouge, then they can start thinking about suspending him. This time, I think he got, it was, I think he got three. It was four and a half, but then he, they actually reduced the the money as well if it's an early plea, like not just the point, you know. So I think he got down to three or thirty three hundred or something. It was it was down from forty five. Forty five was the starting figure. So. So this is a guy who has four prize before the start of this season. This is he's, he's done it once this season and again this season. Whereas the young lad from um, fucking Canberra. from Canberra, he he got he copped five weeks straight up. Yes, he did. Have you listened to Annesley's? I can. I have not. Please, this is what this show's about. Please educate me, sir. Okay. So the head of the fucking referee yep. committee. Head ringmaster of the cunt circus. Cunt Jong Il <laughs> gets up there and he said, Now, I tried to listen to this with an objective viewpoint. And without taking this particular situation into account, what he yep. says makes perfect sense. Okay. So he says that it's it's basically and ironically it involves Dylan Walker. Okay. It's the Dylan Walker issue. He says that without testimony mm-hmm. or complaint yeah it is hard for us to call something what it is if we don't have player complaints um calling it out all the match review committee can do is rely on video footage some video footage is very clear yeah other video footage isn't as clear yeah so what he's saying is in um, what is the Hudson Young case, yeah, they're saying it was clear that there, and is there was a complaint, very yeah. clear eye gouge, yep. evidence. Now, what he says then, if you just listen to that in exclusivity, yeah, okay, that makes perfect yep. sense. And you would suggest that, well, you know what? Okay, here's that thing. It might not be right, but Dylan Walker's obviously not making a fuss about it. So therefore, yeah. So therefore, you yeah. know. Fuck, that's a shit system. But well, what do you make? What about what about the situation when Cameron Munster did make a fuss about it and just about threw down on the spot over yeah. it on the field and still got a fine? And then the referee's like, "Are you saying I get?" And he's like, "I'm not saying." No. <laughs> Stitch, snitches get stitches. Oh no, the motherfucking that, rat bitch. That's it. It's yeah. the big titty blonde syndrome. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, um, basically, Maguire just he was just trying to play Fortnite <laughs> on his face, <laughs> but. The thing that gets me is if you look at the footage, now when I looked at this footage, it was in a little fucking grainy window yeah. on a web browser. Yeah. And I could very easily see Maguire come into the tackle. 
You're certainly scratching around the wasn't eyes if one not of, in them. Wasn't one of the two who affected the initial tackle. No. Right? And Walker's head is, you know, um, horizontal. Yep. And Maguire's fingers curl and go to the eyes. Mm-hmm. And then Walker moves his head. And the hand follows the head <laughs> to, again, scrounge around the eye area. <laughs> so what they're saying is, from the way they see it is, it was a, in inverted commas, facial. Yeah. A hand rubbing yeah. over yeah. the face. Yeah. And if the fingers, because if you're doing that, a finger may go near in or the in eye the area. Eye, yeah. Where it was actually a face rubbing on a hand to get the fucking fingers out of its eyes. Yes. It, it's just yeah. the biggest, it, it, it and a fuck, I, I just hate things that don't pass the sniff test. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yep. If it's shit like it is where, okay, the player hasn't made a complaint and that's the system we got, that's not cool, but we live with it. Yep. This <clears throat> is just blatant fucking country. And especially by for a, a guy, but by a guy who's who's done it five times before. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so at, so at what point do you go? Look, there's been allegations, or you know, not allegations, but there's been speculation in the media or whatever about potential eye gouge that we're going to have to adjudicate on as a match review committee. Yep. So, who did it? Josh Maguire. Where's his hand? Okay, I can see that. Look, I'm going to send that upstairs as a try. And then, then unless you find conclusive evidence that it's not an eye gouge, mm. then uh, it's going to be awarded as as as, yeah. as such, you know, as as an eye gouge. And look, again, here's the thing: you know, he said something that in because when he thought I benefit the doubt on things, that's one motherfucker who deserves well, when he, zero. The other thing he did say, and if you listen to it in isolation, again, it makes sense. Yeah, as an overall rule, it makes sense. Well, what but, he, what yeah. he said was that you've got what we do is we've got to look at the incident without looking at who committed it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Then, who committed it, and your priors yep. affect you with the severity, the severity of the of discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. That's fine. Which I'm 100 okay with. However, I'd love to see you. Yeah, if so good. you know, my issue there is if there is somebody who is a known eye gouger. Yeah. And you know, it is. It's more likely that what may appear as a facial from another player. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, like, fuck, yeah, you look at you look at that, who's attached to that hand, you know, without looking at who's attached to the hand. It's I mean, a it, still, eye, it still looks pretty fucking bad. Yeah. And and if it wasn't a representative player for either side, yeah. would you be more inclined to, uh, yeah, much like the Canberra lad? Yep. It'd be straight good. up fucking- It'd be yeah. absolutely fucking gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, the the thing that fucks me off is there's no right or reply with this match review committee. Yeah. I really wish that there was somebody that got ticked off enough that was powerful enough to just play the long game. So you need like a district a district attorney to actually prosecute players. <laughs> I watched the last episode of Billions <laughs> okay. today. All right. And there was like this big fucking master plan that comes off. Okay. I like that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, you know, it's like someone that plays a long game. Yeah, and they like wait, and they bet on New South Wales to win State of Origin, and then w- when they don't do it, they go all the way back and like sue the match review committee for losing because he was in the team and did all this <laughs> shit and they planted all this fucking yeah, yeah. tapes and bugs and shit, but fucking it'll never happen. Yeah, 
Okay. Um, anything else you want to talk about? No. All right, good. Recaps. First game Friday night, pub slot, Knights 20 defeated the Rabbitohs, sorry, should I say half of the Rabbitohs, very injury depleted Rabbitohs side 12 uh, at ANZ Stadium. In front, Was that in their front first grade team? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a curtain raiser. Uh, and the uh, crowd of just over 8,000. The Knights 20 tries to hunt Barnett and Watson. Uh, Lino, two of three conversions and two penalty goals. And the Rabbits. Tries to James Roberts and uh, Sam Burgess. Dane Gago, a conversion and a penalty goal. Yeah, I tell you what, Newcastle just, you know, uh, played at a much higher pace and controlled that pace extremely well this game. And in the areas where you would think that the South's not necessarily have an advantage, but you think where, you know, given the injuries and the outs, that where they would at least be stronger than Correct. others, yeah. like, you know, the forwards, for example, and they got fucking yep. rolled easily. Yep. Easily. Sure to, to the point where they got rolled so easily that, they, that it got to the point where the Burgi reverted to their natural fucking, you know, they, the, the chrysalis broke off yeah. and, they refer, and, they, and they returned to their natural grub form. And, you know, when you get the, you know, Tom throwing heads and fucking, <laughs> and Sam, and Sam, yeah. Sam, Sam, much and much less. It was more of a, a more of an Eskimo kiss sort of situation. <laughs> but, but, and then it turned into oh, a, a ridiculous situation where I think a, a couple of people probably were harshly done by getting chucked in the in the bin. But uh, well, let's do that first. Yeah. Okay. Because right? that was probably the the highlight of the game when you take into account that it was one team versus a, a team at Reggie's. Yeah. It was a high quality spectacle. No, you know, it's not but like Biffo guys. makes things, and this makes things better. I was surprised at how nothing the incident that started it was. Now I don't know, yeah. if, and the secondary incident that resulted yeah. in the secondary, ban- you know, secondary banishings. Yeah, I'm okay with Sam going to the bin. Yeah, because yeah. again, whilst you're right, his headbutt wasn't as obvious as it was one of those fucking. Just it was trying to be sly, time. yeah. It was just like a sly, yeah. a sly trying to do something, and like maybe he was trying to do something worse than actually turned out, and he just didn't get a full piece of it. But it was kind of, and I think yeah. on, I think on the on the Newcastle side, I'm pretty sure they were just, you know, just hugging and yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, Barnett trying to give like the Nuru fucking treatment to yeah, no, Barn- uh, Barnett, I reckon was the referee in the moment. He's decided he had to cool shit down, and he thought the best way yeah. to do so and, is to remove all. And for some reason, it's okay to bin one player from one side, but it's not okay to bin two from one and one from the other, or one from none. You know, well, yeah, unless it's like a blatant like punch situation, yeah. you can't bin bin one guy and then not have some you know reciprocate. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, and I guess yeah. you know, yes, that is true in a sense. In the sense that if you are just trying to defuse something that's about to blow, yeah. maybe it is the best option to simmer both sides down. Which, yeah, and also you remember how when they outlawed punching, yeah, you know, grabbing a jersey and then and then you could back yeah, and forth yeah, into the yeah. into your fist. That was that was that. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah you got the open hand slaps as yeah, well. So they had slap him like a fucking Frenchman. They had to do and that. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> from South's point of view, look, Robert's first game at the club. Newcastle put a lot of traffic at him. 
Yeah, and and South didn't put a lot of traffic at him, really. I mean, and considering they paid paid hit paid it early, they didn't really get much ball and to I'll him. I'll tell you what, though, regardless of the end result, yeah, his first try was pretty fucking sexy. Yeah, that- it's 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 it, it was it was a try from the look of a player who wants to play for the team he's playing for. Yes, or the coach, and more likely believes he is not being coached by Derek. Correct. I am certain that in the video sessions leading up to this game, at no point did James Roberts call Wayne Bennett a Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Nor would I expect him ever to call him a Derek. The other thing, though, there are a couple there, like the Barnett try. Yep. We were, the first time I watched this game, I was in a pub, um, and I sort of looked up at the TV and I saw him go through. And I've gone, oh, fuck, that had to have been an obstruction. It was one of those ones where you didn't just so, see the yeah, lead up. Yeah. The gap was that fucking big. Yep. Um, but realistically, this came down to Newcastle were at better strength. And in a game that was drizzly, controlled the ball much better. Yep. And what Brownie's got them doing, what he's really got that engine doing now, is playing at a good clip. Yep. But doing it at good quality. You know they they're not sacrificing handling or or uh, yeah shitty play the balls and, yeah yep yep stuff like that so yep no Newcastle are in a very good place okay uh, Josh underscore Gunton one fuck can't wait till either an injury for either Ponga or Pearson the Knights fans can get back in their fucking corner <laughs> hashtag worst <laughs> fans in league uh, Jai said uh, a few things I noticed tonight Kurt Mann is Aldi Ponga Saifidi <laughs> kill count increases again. A Burgess Brothers love runs deep, and a warm embrace is a sinbin-worthy offence. So, Fiddy being spoken about for Origin, and you know what, I I wouldn't be against it because I also feel while I think the most obvious, well, what you got to do is you, is you put you put Jakey up front, you put Fanukin in, and then you need one more guy to fill the to fill the void. And if you're giving me choices, and you're saying it's between like. Saifidi and Matt Lodge. Yep. Because Matt Lodge is not going to go and do what Josh Papali did. Get in there, Saifidi. Yeah. I mean, because I, I, I still I don't want that fucking cunt Matt Lodge. I mean, nah, because, not at all. Because I have a deep, deep moral fucking objection to Brisbane Broncos players in my stateside. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're being stapled up as part of fucking origin folklore a la Mick DeVere. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and I mean it's it's not the same as it used to be. Remember, but I mean Mick Devere back in the day, like, and like and going back, you know, Chris Johns. I mean, they were like the only fucking New South Wales player, in it, like in the and that everyone shit. else represented Queensland. That shit, yeah, would have been like Rommel coming over, yeah, and just telling them where the fucking blimps were parked for a week <laughs> and then going back. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It was like, yeah, when they're, they're, like, they're, their coach is coaching the origin side, like all of the team except that guy is playing for Queensland and then that guy's playing for New South I don't even remember being that bad with Lazarus. Or was he past origin at that stage? Well, he'd done it. He'd done it elsewhere, <clears> you know. I mean, I don't know if he was still playing origin or not, but he'd, but he'd done it everywhere else before he ended up there, right? So- no, no, I know, but yeah. it, like as a Broncos player, yeah. to yeah. Mm. Uh, Sharky Dave, Knights fans sound like Queenslanders. Why don't we get respect? We want respect. It's true, they do. You do, you do. 
And uh, Martin said, a great win, Newcastle. Everything's going great in Newcastle. Buildings going up everywhere. Light rail up and down Hunter Street. Hookers all cleaned up and tidy, and the nights are six in a row. I feel sorry for the rest of Australia. Newcastle people are truly compassionate people. <laughs> See, that's how you gronk, you fuckheads. Jeez, uh, Canberra 8 is 28, defeated the uh, poor old Tigers 0 in their jungle at Wankbest in front of a crowd of 12,500, which was also significantly the lowest crowd in uh, in in the the short and and illustrious wank best history <clears throat> can i tell you a story of a cunt move with your mates on the punt what's that so friday night yep we were just having a, a nice quick drink pre-wedding yep. steak and uh footy and beers night yep for uh, our mate wars yep and one of the lads that was with us has flown up, lives in Newcastle, funnily enough. Yep. Mad West fan. Yep. And when I say West fan, from the good side of the merger. Yeah, the, the, where, the cashed up side of the merger. Well, the cashed up side of the merger. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that brings fucking a little bit of heart to the team. Yep. Uh, and the one that actually puts in as a fan, you know, not just- And the, and the two two the two better colours in the strip, if, I don't, if I don't say so myself. Yeah. You know, I, I, for one, like things when people explain them to me. I like them to be black and white. In black and white, fat, exactly. You, know, never you know where you stand. Yeah. You ever looked over a fucking loan document and gone, well, that's orange and black? You know what this needs? <clears throat> Less money, more orange. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so he's a West fan. Yep. Uh, and, and he was sitting there and, and our mate was uh, sympathetically, he was going to get on Canberra. Um, but he's decided to, to go with his mate and he's bet on the Tigers. <sighs> Our other mate that was with us, who's a Dogs fan, yep. so already listeners know he's an absolute fucking piece of shit. He's a lovely guy. Gets on the Raiders <laughs> 13 plus. Good lad. Without telling either of them <laughs> until the game starts. <laughs> uh. So, he yeah, he's an absolute... Fucking leech of a punter. He's a, a happy, a happy fucking man. I mean, because I'm sure it wasn't paying that much, but he, he, he was still came out with a nice win. Yeah, eight hundred dollars odd up at the end of the night. So yeah, you gotta love that. He deserves only the worst things in life. Oh, who's laughing now? Honestly, how the fuck the West Tigers go into that game as favourites anyway? doesn't matter where they play. I mean, usually on their own home turf, you know, whether it be obviously this is the first Bankwest time, but I mean, other times, it doesn't matter where it is. Canberra, no matter what their fortunes are and whatever against the West Tigers' fortunes, <coughs> Canberra fucking anal them more often than not by scoring yeah. 50 or 60 points in the yep. process. Yeah. Yeah. So, in what fucking galaxy do you put a Canberra side that's travelling great this year, defending resolutely against a Tiger side that's fucking can't even can't even take their birthright of ninth? They're so bad. Origin superstar Moses Mbai <sighs> can't even fucking play in in mm-hmm. the, in his own club team. I mean, he's a throwback to the you know, <laughs> to the fucking selected from reserve grade. <laughs> Michael <era>. Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um- Raiders, though. Let's be real. Their defense was fantastic in this game. Their defense is what won this game. When you look at the margin, you go 28 nil. you go, oh, my God, they fucking ran all over them. I don't think the flow of the actual game was really them running all over them. No. Their scrambling defense was fucking amazing, and they shut down some some very solid chances of tries the Tigers had. And from those those tries saved, they then scored 
fuck, well, all the, the were all the three tries in the first half, or just one of them, just two of them. At least two of the tries in the first, at least two of the tries were arsiest fucking like they were incredible skill to produce them. However, they were the type of tries where the way the ball was kicked and deflected and things like that, yep. it could have taken a, a ten degree turn in the opposite direction, and no try happens because it just yeah. you know it's nothing. Yeah, I mean, it. so there was an incredible degree of ass, and then they had like then there was an intercept, and then like this is that thing though, and yeah. this is what I've. I say, you know, about a lot of teams that are coming into good patches. Yep. A lot of it starts with things like you're a hundred percent right in what you're saying. Yep. With this, you know, the the first try for Canberra. Yep. Was luck. Unbel- How, unbelievable however, skill for everyone to take their part in. The, yeah, in definitely, it. definitely. But in that situation where a player's running down a touchline and they put a kick in back in field. Yep. It exponentially reduces the amount of actual luck you need to come off for every additional jumper of your team's colour that's chasing that yeah. ball through, and that's what they and that's what they're doing exactly. Yeah, you know, yep. the, it's just some very simple guts plays. Yep, uh, summed up in in almost and just playing and just playing to the to the death to the whistle, yeah. you know. But but summed up in perfect form by Bateman. Yeah, you know, the, to trot out the ultimate cliche, he is just a footy player. Mm-hmm. The the person or not, you know. Comparisons are fucking rough, but um, but you remember, you remember, and Matt Gillette's still a fantastic player. I don't remember, remember young pre-injury Matt Gillette, mm. who was just crushing in defence and chased everything in attack and was yep. on on every single play. Just that that style of player. Um, the the interesting thing was that you know the Tigers couldn't win with an offering, which shocked everybody. Yeah. So, and 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 by Noffa, I mean I don't know who you're referring to. I mean, because that could be any of the seventeen. Because I mean, Noffa is just an acronym, isn't it, for not of first grade ability? <laughs> so, and, and <clears throat> again, the you look at Croker's trying the second half. Yeah, West trying to force second phase play. It wasn't yep. on, but it was just Canberra having numbers around the football. Yep. Um. And to your point on the defence, with one minute left to go, they were still just fucking. That was the, yeah, you know. And like the the Tigers had some good fucking chances. Yes, that, you know they would have scored these tries against the other teams. I mean, because I don't I don't think the game, I don't think the margin between the two sides in the general back and forth was you know obviously Canberra had the upper hand as you would expect. West did themselves out of a lot of it in the middle of the field with some, yeah. some mistakes and discipline. Yep. But you're right against if if there was one or two of those tries that went through. Momentum in the game would have been very, very different, but well done, Canberra. My underscore Aaron, the Tigers don't deserve ninth. Don't be like that. They'll get there and no further. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest Tiger. Maybe Timmy Manick can pray for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Then you get the prayer circle thing happening. It's worked wonders for Parramatta. Uh, Biggest Tiger. It was under 40. Mumbai's try-saving tackle, Thompson's footwork, Lawrence's new face, Chan's revelationing, saying the name, Emre Gula, two kicks in one play to score. I love rugby league. A list of this that made this loss bearable. The M the, the by moment was good. Yeah. Might, maybe, they, maybe they might select him in first grade ongoing, if he's lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going anywhere. What are you talking about? Yeah, fuck, there you go. I'm, I'm signed to a contract and you can't break a contract, I believe he said. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but that was pretty much what he said. 
Sure, mate. Fucking where? Fucking have you not been playing rugby league? <laughs> have, you, have you not been awake in the last decade plus? Fucking hell. Hamish said, uh, I got up this morning with a searing pain in my rectum from last night's raiding. It's everyone else's jungle. And uh, maybe this is what it feels like after a party at Michael Barrymore's, but without the pool involved. Yeah. I think the, the Tigers digi staff really need to look at their fucking hashtags. Yeah. Because the thing that, and there are other teams that need to do this too. Yeah. But one thing you- I've got another one coming. definitely need to do is at the beginning of the year, when you're deciding on your hashtag, you know, you just, you think, how is this going to sound after we are completely analed? How is it going to sound when used, when it's weaponized as an insult against us? That's that's basic. That, that that's the, that's the, the the thought you should. Have. Oh, the first the first thing. There's a couple of things I should do. Number one, and I think that they, I think that digis in clubs think exactly opposite to me on this one. But point mm. number one, okay. I've come up with a fucking hashtag that I think is the shit to accompany all the tweets for the team season in yep. 2019. Excellent, fucking Tigers digi. Step one, check it against all NBA, NFL. NHL sides. Do any of those use that hashtag? Because let me tell you, there are teams that be fucking biting off the N- N- uh, the NFL. Uh, I believe the the Roosters are one of those. Now, let me let me just stop you right there. Yep. Because I'm a hundred percent sure that they think differently to you. Yeah. But I'll take you to a different part of the process. <laughs> we need a media, hashtag. Media manager says <laughs> you. Go and get me one of those hashtaggy things, hmm. and I want it to be something punchy. What are they doing in the NFL? DG goes American sports hashtags into hmm. Google. My team is a is a wild uh, cat team. What have we got over there? Well, there's the Carolina Panthers. What do they do? Well, I'm the Panthers. Digi. Maybe we can just correlate our shit directly to the Carolina. The Carolina do the work. Uh, <laughs> do we do that? What's uh, that? Oh no, yours, yours is coming. Oh really? Yeah, yours is fucking awful too. Oh my fuck! Now it's just Panther Pride. Well, there's that, but then there's this other one, and I just, I, I'm so fucking. Let's save it for your game because okay. you're going to be, you are going to be disgusted and mortified. Okay. Because I know that you're a reasonable person, <laughs> and <laughs> really? I know, and I know that you, you hate shit when it deserves to be hated. Oh <laughs> and yeah. You're going to fucking hate. Is this. that all it takes to be reasonable these days? <laughs> Fuck society, you've set a low bar. Fuck you all. Uh, Ian said, I'm honestly impressed by that performance from the Tigers. Normally we beat them by 50 in the uh, in the first emerging sides of Canberra fans starting to catch a touch of the Newcastles. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Super Grover. Good to see the Tigers getting behind International Donut Day with accommodating the Raiders 28 zip. Hashtag Tigers in decline. Was it International Donut Day? I know from my Instagram, which basically consists of two to three broad categories. Category one. Hose. Cosplay hose. <laughs> category two, tattooed hose. And category three. Donut hose. Places to do burgers. <laughs> and judging from the third category on the day, actually from all categories, because some of you only know, get the hose to put the, t- the, t- the donuts on the titties and stuff, you know, like- but there was that, mm. and there was also a lot of burger places doing the, you know, the donuts as buns on their Please you know, tell burgers. me, please tell me you looked up hashtag ho nut 
Oh no, that would no, don't I, look up that. I, I did, I, I didn't, and, <laughs> and I don't really look up. I just that's a different category. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> always keen for always keen to find you know new 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 great accounts to follow though. So yeah, fucking <laughs> yeah, tag me if you got one. Are you saying that uh, in your life now, hashtags are the modern day uh, area codes? <laughs> <laughs> Storm 32 defeated the Warriors 10 at Mount Smart Stadium and just under 13,000 in attendance. The uh, Storm 32 tries two or a double to Hughes. Uh, Vooney, Bromwich and Seve with tries. Four conversions for Smith, a couple of penalty goals. The Warriors 10 tries to Mamalo and uh, Cody Nicarima. Luke, a conversion. Warriors came out of the block strong. They did. Probably should have deserved to be up by a little bit more. And all of a sudden, for the most of that first half, they definitely had the run of play and they did very well in keeping Melbourne out. Yep. And then, you know, you see it's so fucking often these days. There's three minutes to go in the first half and this is where the great teams are mentally fucking strong and the Warriors are fucking always going to be just clock watchers. Yep. You know, three, three minutes to go is good enough. Yep. And they just started to be peak warrior. And that tried the little blindside play. It was the perfect showing of, well, the ball's obviously not going to come my way, so I'm just not going to be ready for anything because, you know, <laughs> there's no one out here on the blindside. So yeah. it'll just go that way and I won't have to do anything and then it'll be half time and I get an orange. I really like oranges. Oh, fucking <laughs> chores, bro. But all of a sudden, instead of going into half time 10 2, it's 10 8. Mm hmm. And they're coming at you. And Cube. two points for the Stormers. You know, they, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. not, once again, they can just anaconda their way. And, you know, yeah. they didn't have to in this game. Yeah. But, uh, well, again, Melbourne's down a man. Mm-hmm. 20 to 10, 20 to go. Yep. I'm thinking, fuck. Okay. There's a, there's a, I mean, the Warriors traditionally can attack, can chuck it around. Yeah, certainly can. And certainly with a man advantage. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, then they let the Bromwich try in. Yep. You know, it's just, well, okay. Yeah, thanks, Warriors. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. And this from a team that took Melbourne to the absolute wire. What was it? Yeah. Four weeks ago? Yeah. Maybe oh. maybe a couple more. Yeah, a couple more than mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and a team that traditionally does. I had an American colleague who's over asked me. Um, now, I, I don't know this. In the NFL, mm-hmm. do they, how many times do they play each team? Once and they don't play each team. Like there's there's, there's just that many teams. There's yeah, there's thirty there's thirty two teams. Or oh, whatever. they so, got their yeah, conferences. Yeah, yeah so they got their conferences, and so they'll play. You've got your own. You've got your own um, little division. So you'll have like you know four teams in that division. Yep. You'll play them twice. Okay, and then you play a selection of but other teams t- from around. At what the time of the year do you play? Like do you play them all in the spread? Spread out. Sometimes sometimes they can be closer together than others. It just depends on the yeah. draw. But I mean, okay. they usually sort of spread out. Yeah. Like you play them like in each half of the season, sort of thing. Like, yeah. Okay. So, why is that? What's the what? What was the question that? Oh, just the we, we were sitting there talking, and you know, we're both sort of. It's like how many times have teams play each other, or yeah, but we're we're both sort of OCD about. He's a basketball fan, yeah, so okay. he like they played so many fucking, fucking games every year anyway. Fucking it, million it, games. Doesn't matter, but we we both have this same sort of weird OCD head. Yeah, where all I want is for there to be an equal number of rounds as there is teams so everyone can play home and away. Yep. And then you just set out the draw for half the year, have origin, and then do the same draw for the end of the year. Like that. 
It's um. Imagine it was so, so predictable. Imagine if that was like, <laughs> like that's a draw, and uh, you can basically set your holiday a year in advance if you want to go and see a game. Yeah, you know it's going to be on like. I'm sure there's massive downsides to that as well, but it's like, I don't know. I think. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, you finished? Yep. Uh, old mate, uh, formerly known as Warriors Suck Balls. Uh, he's now I underscore am underscore a underscore warrior. FYI, Warriors Suck Balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitch said, fair dinkum. How bad do the Warriors look as soon as they get more than a couple behind? Rolf Harris has a better chance of pulling off a comeback this year. And uh, David said... I don't, uh, I don't think anyone would want to get Rolf Harris's comeback. <laughs> How do you get? I mean, I know how hard it is to get to get like blood out of a shirt. I mean, how do you how do you, how do you get, get ejaculate out of a dead child? <laughs> I was going to say juice out of a Happy Meal toy, but you know, what you want. <laughs> uh, David said only the Warriors could manage to lose the ten minute period thirteen on twelve. I wouldn't say that's that's a. Happens Particularly, so much more it, it, often, it yeah. tends to this like in recent Especially, years too. Yeah, it feels like it's happening year. more. It used to be like a, a sin binning or whatever was like a guaranteed a points. fucking death knell. Mm-hmm. Like you know, a team would get two put on them and yeah. you know they'd change the complexion Gone. of the match. But yeah, yeah, that was uh, last year that changed that. Yeah, teams, teams they, that all of a sudden get resolute. Yeah, and invariably they they either hold them out or score the try against yeah, the run of play. Yeah. That's it. Uh, the Sharks forty two defeated the Eels twenty two at uh, Reclaim Australia. Uh, the crowd of just under 12,500. The Sharks, 42, had a double to Jerry. Uh, Flanagan, Fafita, Dugan, Townsend, and Aaron Gray with tries. Flano, 6 of 7 conversions and a penalty goal. The Eels, 22, tries to Sivo. He had a double. Uh, Hoffman and Jennings, and Moses, 3 of 4 conversions. Almost all of which were junk time. Yes. The thing I liked about this, this was actually they were actually very clever. Flanagan, this is the first game where I thought he actually played like in Townsend. They actually played clever. Like I mean, Sharks always have like the the forward roll on, and then seemingly like the squandered opportunities because of the lack of you know I don't know execution on the in the red zone or whatever. Yep. But in this game, they just baited the fucking eels. And Fergus, Blake Ferguson, yeah. they just kept playing short. They kept playing short down that side, baiting Ferguson. And you could just see the cunt creeping in and creeping in <laughs> and creeping in. And then ultimately Aaron Gray got his try. But I mean, there was like, they just kept, they just kept bringing yeah. him in, bringing him in. And they, they were like, they were playing a fucking strategy across, you know, half a dozen sets to try and suck this fucking, and, and it worked. This is what's. I feel is lost by a number of teams yeah. in the modern game yeah. where it's possible to play a strategy that lasts more than one set. Yeah. Everyone's so concerned with, well, okay, we need to use two tackles to get the ball here and then another one to move it here, then another yep. one here to execute this. And so many of the great games are exactly as you've said. Yeah. It's that same play over and over and over and over and over, and you're just okay. This is this, this is this, this is this, and all of a sudden, yeah, there comes your surprise. This is probably the best the the best score line the Sharks have put on it. But I actually think that in attack, it's uh, you know it it actually was their best, most well constructed yeah. attacking like, game of the season as well, and the rewards followed. Wade Graham's a fantastic asset to return oh, for them. Yeah, you know, from a footy perspective, as straight well into as- straight into New South Wales, please. Yes. That's it. Straight into fucking New South That's Wales, it. please. And then do an ACL 
in the 79th minute of game three. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we are obviously several tries up. Yes, because <laughs> I don't want a Cronulla with Wade Graham in him <laughs> to come up again. What a difference, though. I mean, immediately. Yeah, exactly. Immediately. The other thing is, we're, you know, Townsend looked to just have all the time in the world to assess. Yep. And he's one of those halves, more so in the Cooper Cronk mould than, than, say, the Andrew Johns mould, where if you gave Andrew Johns more time, it probably wasn't a great advantage to him because he was just going to play what appeared in front of him yep. anyway, regardless yep. of when it happened. Yep. Whereas if you give the, the Cronks and in this situation the Townsends more time, they'll just fucking compute the odds like the socially awkward robots they are <laughs> and come up with exactly what to do to fuck you up. Yep. Uh, rough for Parramatta to have Gutho gone so early. And that was a that was a, a, a huge factor. Yep. But but the thing is as well, I mean, fucking super coach, I mean I'm I'm no I'm no NRL coach. I mean, so really I shouldn't have an opinion according to fucking Willie Mason. However, if I'm losing Gutho, my fullback and, you know, potentially one of the best, if not best players, blah, blah, blah. But just like, let's just say he's not that. Let's just say he's your fullback. Yep. I lose my fullback. I'm going to put fucking, the, the fucking reshuffle around that. I, uh, what was the end up? What the, let me fuck. I just need to re- recap what their fucking, re- what the reshuffle was around. Will, Will, Will Smith ended Will up Will Smith there. ended up in fullback. But then who then and who who ended up in Will Smith's position in yeah. it was something fu- I remember seeing it at the time I was like, it was fucking mind blowing like it it seemed to be su- such a detriment to the side overall mm. I just need to fucking look at the look at the way they line up on the field to rejog my memory but um but apart from giving the halves you know way too much time Parramatta gave way too much space for people like Cherry, like the fucking acceleration that kid's got. Like, I don't know, Sharks fans have got big raps on him as they do anyone that comes in, but fucking hell, he's he's just in in the mould of your Roberts and your Addo cars yep. who are just absolutely invaluable. Like, you know, you remember when Roberts was going through his purple patch last year? It was, yes. You know, almost two tries a game guaranteed, at least one. Yep. Um but on the other side of things, you get things out of Parramatta like the just not finding touch on a penalty and stuff like that. It just fucking cripples you. you know? And it's, it's one of those games where you know Mitchell Moses will have a, you know he'll have a couple of games and you go, wow, he's really turned the fucking corner. Mm. But when the chips are really down, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. And then you know, similar to, to what happened in the Warriors game, fourteen six, mm-hmm. almost no time left. Yep. And okay, for, to to weather that first half and go in fourteen six down, losing Gutho would not have been a. You would bad, put a tick on the half, probably, yeah. considering that the Sharks are playing very well. That's it. All of a sudden, I don't think there was a fucking defensive player on the edge. <laughs> and Cronulla strolling again. Great, yep. we're in the halftime, twenty to six. Yep. Fucking game's pretty much gone from there. Yep. And now, and yeah, once again, like the scoreline. I mean, what what was the score when they started actually fucking scoring some tries at the end? There was it like forty two to was it actually did they get the forty two to six or was it like thirty six to six. Thirty six. It was yeah. yeah, it was it was significant for you yeah. know. So that's right. They scored the last try mm-hmm. as well. I mean, so yeah, that sort of stuff makes the but I tell you, if, eases the pressure on the coach. If you're a little fucking kitty or you've got little fucking kitties, mm-hmm. even if they're not the team you support, fuck, get them to sit down and watch some of those long balls that the sharks were throwing. Yeah. Fuck, they were good. They were impressive. 
Like I'm a bit big as Tiger tonight. Aren't you? Aren't you though? Uh, Cleve, I said, uh, you fake dildo-looking animal elves. <laughs> you think you look like dildos, but no, you're just disgusting phallus-like water creatures. Eat a big bag. Eat a big, big, big bag of, of eel shapes, dicks, you disgusting westy swamp creatures. Uh, Mitch said, oh, I could watch Fafita bursting through the line like Sprog through a busted dinger all day long. The bloke is playing injured and still better than 99% of the other front rowers in the comp magic stuff. Sprog. I haven't heard, I have not heard the word sprog since high school, probably, maybe primary school. That's two this week. What was the other one? I heard somebody use the word mull. Yes. <laughs> that was certainly high school. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the uh, Mighty Mealy Seagulls 22 to feed the North Queensland Cowboys 20 at 1300 teeth with uh, just over... 13,000 people in attendance. Uh, Manly's tries came to Curtis Siren and Joel Thompson, George Tafua and Cade Cust. Garrick, three or four conversions. And the Cowboys, 20 tries to Kyle Felt, Tom Opacek and Francis Molo, the fucking murderous little troll. Um, and uh, Jake Clifford, three conversions and a penalty goal. People done forgot about Frank Molo and his killing ways. <laughs> I mean, just because that fucker's gone, you know, gone the long way around and, you know, ended up in North Queensland, people don't forget that they killed that fucking father and good man on the Sunshine Coast back when he, when the, oh, oh mate was playing for the Sunshine Coast, uh, what were they, were they Falcons then? Um, that motherfucker shouldn't even be playing. Murderous motherfucker. Um, this was a fucking, a great, one of the games where it's, uh, where it's all hard again. Um, it was great to get like a somewhat foolish sort of, you know, it's probably going to be the best lineup we, we field all season, I would say, uh, you know, presuming, you know, no one else gets better, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which I'm not fucking counting on it. Cause I just feel it's just, a, it's just a, it's just an ebb and flow. And I think, you know, like if someone gets better then someone gets injured and, you know, fucking you're, yeah. you're left in the same anyway, but uh, Tommy looked a bit. He looked a bit tentative, a bit underdone. But I mean, after like eight weeks out or something, you know, you can expect that a little bit. Um, Cherry just slotted in straight uh, in God mode, much like he was in Origin. And uh, I'm so glad to see Cherry and Cust together. I think that Tommy just came back in and looked like an absolute fucking sped the way he always does. So. <laughs> Fratata.com. <laughs> and you're gonna see like just the the plays when when he would chime in. I mean, you know, like the pass that sort of hit him on the shoulder, or it was just they were just close close to coming off, but just not quite coming off. So yeah, that's it. I, I imagine that'll start to happen. You know, yep. happen for them again over the coming weeks. Um, yep. You know, provided everyone remains injury free. Um, fucking ton, ton of heart showing uh, with with jet ski getting binned for the second time in two weeks <laughs> fucking uh, this time was a, a professional foul and uh, look it was a professional foul but I'm also glad that the referees had the had the vision to say there's no chance of this being a penalty try because sure the ball's bouncing into the in goal yep. and there's a cowboy chasing it who is uh, who's who's being grabbed by a manly player but let's look at the cowboys oh no it's Scott Bolton there's no fucking chance in hell he was chasing <laughs> <laughs> he was not going to make that. No, not at um, all. But and once again, you know, you talk about the you know, the, the teams when they're down a man. Uh, mm. I think the Manly did not concede a point in that period, and uh, I think they scored. I think they scored uh, the first try on the way on the way to coming back in that period as well. Yeah, the, he, he's a very interesting thing, and we talk often about how stats can tell a story, but yep. but also can confuse you. Yep. So, 
The stat that's being measured a lot this year is average play the ball speed. Yep. Now, a- again, averages. You've got yeah. to remember average. It's not yeah. always yeah, yeah. the way. Both teams had a four-second average play the ball speed. Okay. And what's the mean across I, the season? Well, I can't tell you when they start timing that. Yeah, okay. And is it I, the time he says get up or? I don't. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I okay. don't know. And I can't tell you when they stop timing it. I can't yeah, tell you okay. if it's when the foot touches the ball yep. or when the dummy half contacts it yep. or I'd, yep. I'd, whatever. It's normally three. Yep. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a two. Okay. There might be teams to get close to two as an average, but I don't yep. think it's even enough to round it down. Both teams this week had a four-second play the ball speed, which is slow. Yep. However, there were only five and eight penalties conceded, which is also very low yep. this season. I yeah. think it was so, I think it was eight two in the first half. But did did you notice that there was a lot of working over in the ruck? Because it didn't look to me like there was a lot. No, of- I, don't, I don't think there was. I'm trying to think what the penalties were for. I mean, obviously uh, one of the, the ones that the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys actually the Cowboys got a fucking ton of like those annoying fourth fifth tackle ones when they're like 30 or 40 out yeah, yeah, they yeah. i mean when they when they had that run when they had the the run of tries at the end of the, at the end of the first half they had like that 10 minute period i think they had like 79% possession mm. you know predicated on getting you know getting the ball back and then getting a penalty and so they're back into attack again and then things yeah. turn into repeat yeah, sets yeah, or yeah, you know whatever that's it. um which it was, it was fucking crazy. It seems like a lot of those very nitpicky ones. And so I don't think there was a lot of working over in Ruck, but there was penalties for that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's just odd. No- normally when you see such a high average play the ball speed, you yeah. see a lot of penalties as well. Yeah. But it felt like it was, it felt like a, a fairly quick game as well. I mean, the, the key moment in this game, I mean, the Cowboys had a, a match winning lead and then got a guy sent to the bin. And so the game was pretty much fucking yeah. should have been over at that point because, I mean, that, that sim bidding happened probably, what, 60 minutes in or something like that. So, I mean, it will. And, um, two, th- I mean, obviously it was, it was, fan- it was fantastic to see, uh, you know, the tries we scored and to see Cherry with another one of those bullshit, bullshit kicks at, kicks at the post that came off again. Except yeah. this time, yeah. this time he had Cade Cuss, not a frittata like Big Puppy dropping it, you know. So the try actually was scored. Um, but then Marty Tapao, in the second half, particularly in that in the period where we were down a guy, mm. he just went fucking beast mode, and the amount of like yards after contact and just dragging guys, he put the entire side into forward momentum that allowed the two tries to be scored that we did score. Yep, and could have and could have even been some other ones. And then Fanua Blake came back on and you know and helped him out with it, and that turned the entire complexion of the game because up until that point, it was. Our guys are doing nothing. Our forwards are doing nothing, and Town Malolo is Town Malolo-ing like he fucking yeah. does. I mean, I think he's ended up with another another three hundred meter game, right? But um, but the amount of times Town Malolo as well, you know, they he'd do the three hundred meter thing and then he'd throw a sh- stupid pass or he'd get thrown a stupid pass and drop it or he'd just drop it cold. And I mean, that's how the game ended as well. I mean, yeah. like Town Malolo on on the fucking on the burst and then just drops it. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I think I said on Facebook. I can't. I can't remember exactly what I said, but you know, like you know, feet like feet like fucking locomotives, and uh, and uh, hands like Ben Pomeroy's stillborn twin brother. <laughs> and uh, that's Tom Lolo for you. <laughs> and uh, our million dollars is better than their million dollars. And uh, so suck it, Cowboys. I fucking love beating the Cowboys, especially in North Queensland. It all goes back to the way I think my I never really had anything against the Cowboys per se until they started really 
bitching about that hand of Foz thing. Like, so you got knocked out in the finals by some bullshit. Get over it. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Hey, the Titans want their complaint back. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, Troy said, uh, he, I'm going to say Talmalolo, but he had a lot of extra LOLs in there. Runs for seven kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> Five kilometers of that was post contact, and it all counts for nothing after that last pass. For fuck's sake. Final thought, fuck Manly. Uh, Sharky Dave. Imagine if the Cowboys knew how to use Lola Lola effectively, and he would be doing more than making a million meters a match. This, the, he, I mean, there right. are games where that contribution is the match deciding factor. Right, right, Sharky Dave. I'd like you to send us your game plan of how you'd use him effectively in that Cowboys squad. Um, I think, honestly, I think that he's like, yeah, you don't want to use him for, you know, the crash ball, you know, that sort of thing. He needs to be more than a battering ram. But him, but him making that much yardage, especially, you know, post-contact meters means that presumably you should have a hooker and at least one half who can leverage off the back of that and make things happen. And Morgan was play- Morgan played fucking great in and, this game. And maybe three or four forwards that in a game that's predominantly supposed to be about, you know, the attrition of energy, mm-hmm. a-, a couple of forwards that might have a bit more pep in their step because <laughs> he's fucking carrying them all. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Um, Titans 26 to feed the Broncos 18 at Suncorp in front of a crowd of just over 30,000. Titans 26, a double to Brian Kelly. Uh, Tyron Roberts and Anthony Don with tries. Uh, Tyron Roberts, four conversions and a penalty goal. Perfect day with the boot. The Broncos, 18, tries to Turpin, Staggs, and uh, Milford in junk, the junkiest of junk time. Uh, Isako, three of three conversions. See, that crowd number mm-hmm. must have been taken right on five minutes right on kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. fucking Broncos fans... Leaving in droves with probably 17 minutes to go. Yep. Just absolutely streaming out of that stadium. I will give the Broncos fans credit in one respect. They show up and make big crowds consistently week in, week out. Yes. That is wonderful. However- But it's almost like somebody put over the loudspeaker that there was another statewide flood and there were houses available for looting. That's how quickly the cunts <laughs> run out of that stadium. Let's not say, apart from the fact that they'll, you know, they'll, they'll turn up at their nice stadium that's located you know, adjacent to the CBD. Yeah, that's it. The uh, the uh, apart from that, they're fucking shittest fans and in the comp streaming out of the member section as well. Yeah, yeah. What One absolute fucking shit cunts you all. But they, are. but they, 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 they're the shittest fans. I'll sit through a game and not make a fucking peep. Yeah, unless the Broncos score a try. Yep. Um, the crowd will certainly. And then knock- everyone does that fucking jacking off sky penises dance. Yep, yep. It- and then and and they'll the only other time they'll make a noise in a game is if the opposition player gets injured and then they'll cheer. Yeah. Or boo them. Yeah. As they're getting carried off in a fucking <laughs> was- medicab with a green whistle in their mouth. It was fun. There were a couple of times because we were at this game, um, where Wars was sitting to my left, and he'd hear a boo go up from the crowd and he'd like sort of get excited and then he'd realise that it was a bad thing and he was like 
fuck, all this time in Singapore, I can't read the sentiment of the booze anymore. <laughs> I can't tell if they're good booze for us or bad booze for us. He's lost his finger on the pulse. <laughs> and uh, I, I, look, you know, any any discussion about this game, we'd, we'd be remiss not to not to talk about uh, another entry into the pantheon of 2019 Darius Boyd highlights. <laughs> Do we call this one? Well, look, at the game. I call that one the proposal. That's mine. That's my idea for it. That was the proposal. I thought that was the that was the the chapo. Are you ready to honour your bet? Pose. <laughs> that's that's what that's what it was. He uh, he basically said, "Dear sir, spectacular footwork. May I suckle on thine penis?" <laughs> See, I want a bit more retro. Okay, you know we could call it the boys to men. Elaborate. He, well, you know, he was down on bended knee. Like, and it was so good that I expected him in this beautiful baritone to be just like, girl, <laughs> I'm going to give you this uninterrupted path to the try line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Turpin early had to um, move himself here into the halves and... Uh, what a fucking impact he had. I mean, that guy, he's, mm. well, he certainly, provided he doesn't get poached elsewhere, I mean, he is absolutely the, the successor. Future, yeah. he, he has nailed himself in. He is the yep. absolute successor to, yep. um, you know, and, and after Dearden went down with a, a sprain, it looks like he's out. He's got like the worst of it, kind of like Cherry Evans had. So he's looking, you know, potentially six weeks out. So what? I'm not sure what the- uh, no, no one likes him either. Everyone loves Cherry now. Don't don't, don't see so talk about reading the sentiment. Queensland love his ass now. No, he's their fucking lord. No, he like, really. He, here's he's the a, thing: you live, yeah, in a daily Cherry thought bubble. <laughs> because if you just take the fucking shit cunt sample size, that's like your house and the house either side of you. <laughs> Two thirds of people love him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is true. I mean, like his family on one side and uh, Kiwis on the other side. So presumably they're the ones that don't like yeah. him. <laughs> like it, for Queensland fans, yeah, it must be like having sex with an amazingly good-looking Kiwi girl. Like you're happy for all of the physical stuff, and it's great, and you'll enjoy it for that hot, sweaty time that's going on. But then when it's done, you're just thinking, "Fuck! I hope I don't have to hear her speak." <laughs> if I hear, if I if I hear about the fucking chili bin one more fucking time, <laughs> she's making the answer fucking eggs. <laughs> oh yes, yes, f- fertilize them. <laughs> um, but no, but yeah, back to the yeah. <laughs> Turpin had to come in early with the, the unfortunate loss of Deirdre, and, and I mean he he plays so fucking hard. Hits in defence. He he almost, you know, he kept them in this game for a period of time there and almost, you know, got them in, got them right into the game. When they scored their first try, mm-hmm. it was definitely against the momentum of the game. The mm-hmm. Titans were definitely on top. Yep. And it, it was almost, like, you could see the Broncos were like, okay, fuck, we definitely did not deserve that. That, mm-hmm. was, that was not something that we made ourselves... However, now we're right back in this and we just need to knuckle down and capitalise. And it's what I've said about the Broncos all year. They don't have a leader. There is no leader on the field 
for that team. They have a half, you know, and Milford's coming out of his shell a bit more. He's starting to, to, I guess, be a little bit more dominant with the ball in his hand. Say what you want about him, especially for a manufactured half. His long kicks are his long kicks fantastic. Are, yeah. But but he's not a leader. He's not a, I need to take this team by the scruff of the neck and yeah. drag it to where it needs to be. And there's no one in their forward pack to do that either. No. And if you look back at all of Brisbane's successes, they've always said, not, not at their worst times, they've had four. You know, they, whether they, they had the Australian captain or, or whatever, or almost the Australian forward pack or right at the end when it was just Hodges left or even Corey Parker just yep. before he retired. Yep. The Broncos need a leader because yep. at no stage of this game, even when there were opportunities for them, did it feel like they were genuinely coming back into the contest? Yeah, I mean, even like the the Stags try, that was borderline junk time as well. I mean, yeah. it was still pretty much yeah. over then. I mean, it sort of it it certainly shrunk the margin up a little bit and made it look, yep. you know, kind of believable if you were talking about the you know ninety two Broncos yeah. that would fucking score tries from anywhere yeah, at any time it. of the game, and, and especially when considering the Titans, you know, for for a lot of the shit they've copped, the Titans defended well. Yep. in this game. Um, and it looks like putting Ash Taylor fucking, or, you know, giving him leave to go and fucking... Find the guy that banged his missus, allegedly. Is that legit? Well, it's, 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 it's legit as far as I've been told. Okay. By unnamed sources. Okay. So Are you sure it was a guy? Oh, I don't know. Or is he looking for the girl that was penetrated by her I, overly I, large I, clit? I... I I don't want to. I don't want to speak about that handsome girl. <laughs> I bring her into it. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell! So hang on. So we've had we've had two cunts tonight that are going to join a new Bash Brothers. <laughs> Ash Taylor's off somewhere searching for the Scissor Sisters. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Roberts was fucking great in this game. Yeah, played out it? of his fucking skin. Yeah. Yep. Like, Played played this textbook. Uh, he's this wily old half that used to be uber dominant in the game, and he's just coming back in, and he's got a couple of these dominant performances a year in him without the first bit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, no, well under the Titans, they stepped up against Big Brother. And uh, where are we here? The old Egg Council Creeper envisioned being spanked by the titties. Hashtag fuck the Broncos. Little Buffalo. Look, if Turpin wants to be a long-term option at the Broncos, we're going to need some real country soon. There's a real danger of starting to like the lad. <laughs> uh, Jeremy said, uh, let me just fucking scan ahead on this one so I don't, so I get it correct for him. Fucking cunting, fucking useless horse cock cunting fucking Broncos cost me my multi. May as well have flushed my money down the dunny. Hashtag fuck all of Queensland and their AIDS football teams. <laughs> AIDS footy team, sorry. Uh, Toto, uh, most teams have left and right side halves. Today, the Broncos had left and right side hookers. And uh, Hammers, all bow to the greatest team in Queensland history. Asterisk for this round. The Penrith Panthers, 19, defeat the Roosters, 10 at Panthers Stadium, just under 17,000 in attendance. Panthers, 19, a double to kick out. And uh, Naden also with tries. Uh, Maloney with the decisive field goal of uh, the Milford era. And uh, Cleary, perfect day, three from three conversions. The Roosters, 10 tries to Tupo and Radley. And uh, we had 
a conversion to Drew Hutchinson and a couple of misses to SST. Yet another game saved by its highlight reel. Yes. And the relative uh, end-to-end style of play where any week that you can go up against the minor premiers Mm -hmm. with 66% completion (laughs) (laughs) and win 19 to 10. It's a good week. It's a fucking good week. You take those. I mean, there's no there's, any chance you get. I mean, this this game not wasn't it wasn't a fucking world away from the game against the Eels two weeks prior, uh, except just, just had it just had uh, glitzy names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, it was one of those Maloney. I mean, you'd swear it was a contract year. That was a Maloney contract year game. Yeah, hundred percent. It was one of, the, one of his greatest games yeah. for for the Panthers. I think Maloney gets a lot of bad press, and I've been critical of him. Myself, Weekly. and I, I still stand by that criticism. But I think a lot of what Maloney gets pinned on him is other people not being with him, you know? Mm. And again, I spoke about in the Raiders game that for their tries to come off, they needed to have three and four jumpers around the football yeah. for that to go through and look as simple as it did. For a lot of the shit that Maloney does... He's part of it. He does the same regardless. It depends on the people outside him playing their roles yeah. as well. Um, so often when it happens with a football team, you get an injection of youth in there again. You know, Naden's in there. He's He's got to get an exemption from the NRL every week yeah. to play. But fucking here's this kid playing first grade and he's just going to love absolutely every second of it. And he's playing with energy and it's coming through. Um in terms of highlight reels, kick out, you know, he's, I know he's Fijian, but there's a special exemption for him for the Blues for Origin um, because Queensland need to bring Kronk back and he'll need to hold kick out's pocket <laughs> all night. <laughs> um, but that's where Penrith made their mark, right up the middle of the field. It was nice to see them assert themselves in a game with some fucking hard work by the forwards. That's yeah. what's been lacking. Yep. And also when the Roosters were launching back on them, there's been so many times this year where Penrith have put themselves in a position where they've built pressure, they've scored points, they've come away, and then all of a sudden capitulated in the next or, or set after that. Yep. And this game, such was its nature, that it was so end-to-end that it was... Fucking sphincter puckering every three minutes because yeah. I I didn't feel safe until there was you know two minutes left to go and we were more than a try in front. Yep. But um, again, definite definite signs of improvement. Still, almost forty missed tackles. And the Roosters' execution when it counted was just fucking awful. Yep. Like just they. Uh, I mean, a month ago they're the best team in the competition. They're rolling comfortably. Yep. Three losses on the trot now, and yep. they they are shaped. I mean, you know, there's there's injury concerns, yeah. and you know, obviously depletion through Origin and stuff like that. They're fucking shaky as. I mean, I'm certain that they'll, you know, when the the time of the se- you know by the the business end of the season, they'll be you know come up, good. They'll, they'll be they'll have come good to some yeah. extent. But this is just a, a an absolutely atrocious period for them. And for you know, Edwards is getting back to that form. Yep. Before he got injured, Mansour all of a sudden. 
and he's real, yeah. realised just that you know he has a like what he has a to stepdad J Twitter account and and started started to take notes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, I I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I well, want to make just, a. F- he, what he knows, I mean, you, you I want to make a face-off reference. Reference, yeah. But like, he's not the baddie anymore. But he's also not a Scientologist, so yeah, you know. Anyway, um, he, he's just realised that he has a very simple job to do, and and as long as he does it well, he's also seen that fucking list of all these cunts getting shopped. So yeah, like, that's and true. he's not on it at the moment. He doesn't want to be on it. Yeah, that is true as well. But um, no improvements around there were. We're good to see as well. Shunter, Panthers Knights grand final at this rate. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy lad. Well, okay. fucking Penrith win that 50 nil. <sighs> Fat, hairy, lazy. Ponger will be off to Union halfway through this season, so he'll have checked out. So this is the tweet where the hashtag thing comes back into oh, it. Fucking hell. Uh, so Fat, hairy, lazy said, um, nothing against him, of course. He's, this is a club hashtag at the end of this tweet, but... So Ivan achieved something today that Hook struggled to do at his time in the club, beat a top four team. Roosters had their excuses with the players they had out, but still it's the first time in a long time Penrith beat a top four team. Hashtag stand up, flags up. Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's been uh, as for ages. It is fucking one of the stupidest fucking hashtags. It was a rallying cry to get people to the games, to increase crowd numbers. And it only worked this game, but they've been using it for how long? Yeah. <laughs> Stand up flags. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of fucking like, um, it reminds me of Bob Marley. <laughs> Stand up. Stand, Stand up. up. Flags up. Don't you boot the slot. <laughs> do, do, do. Fuck, you played on the right. <laughs> Kick out on the right. <laughs> Oh, um, Sharky Dave again. Panthers booting the roosters like the rat bags they are. Um, fucking hell. Do you know what? What's that? Sharky Dave yeah. is the West Tigers of fucking game comments this week. <laughs> he's that, like, every fucking comment he's made has just been, like, ninth quality. <laughs> fucking really? Uh, Nathan Where's says, fucking uh, Yoda Dave. Yeah, all those days long as fuck me. That's back in 2017, right? Yeah. Uh, Nathan said, uh, it's so good to be Satoni Catolas, Sioni Catolas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I fucked up. Uh, Graham said, um, the single first great game Jimmy has played for Penrith. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. There's been others, yeah. I think. Uh, the Dragons, 36 to feed the Bulldogs, 12 at ANZ, crowd of tick over 16,000 on Monday. Um, the Dragons, 36, double to Rava Lava. Rava Rava. Rava Blah Blah. Rava Blah Blah. Lomax, Corey Norman, Pearson, Ben Hunt, and uh, Lomax, a perfect day of the boot. Six of six conversions. The Doggies tries two. Raymond Fatala Mariner and Kieran Foran late when it didn't matter, but still it was good. Uh, Nick Meany, two of two conversions. Is anyone good enough at the internet? To do something where Ravalawa like runs, scores a try, and then explodes into water, <laughs> <laughs> a la Rick and Morty. Yeah, that is that is a, a deep Rick and Morty reference <laughs> <laughs> for anyone uh, intellectual enough to follow along. Um, nice of the dogs to play the dragons back into form. You know, uh, yep. the, the, at least they they know their station in life. It was a. 
Dean Pay, I mean, all of the media tells me that despite beating the Broncos, the, the, the Garth Brennan is still like he's lost the dressing room. Players are actively bitching him out, and that's why the review started. Yeah. And then the reviews, yeah. the, the, the result of the review is going to determine his coaching future, blah, blah, blah. Um, Dean Pay, how what does he have to do to get fucking I, fired from this position? I was, tro- I was trying to come out with I I don't understand would like with with teams that were struggling, like when the Knights were struggling. Yeah. You know, Brownie had you know, obviously a a shit fight on his hands with the roster. He mm-hmm. fought his way through that. Yep. But even when that was happening there were little things that you could see each game that the Knights were building on. Yeah, like but were- I mean, you even think back to the start of this season and they were, you know, losing X amount of games in a row and not looking great. I mean, yeah. I think Brownie's, I think Brownie's up and down. I mean, now he's, you know, now he's good. He's I know, done. I'm, he's- I'm talking about when when they were shit. Yeah, like when he came in there, the roster was fucked. Yeah, there were problems everywhere. There were still parts, and they were just obvious spooners. They were just such a poor yep. quality football team. Yeah. That there were little things each game that you could, it, it was almost easy to see. Oh fuck, this week they've concentrated um, on line speed. Yep, you know little things like that. I don't see anything week to week from the doll. And also, it's also because he's such a weird, you know, from what I've been told, such a weird like school teacherly kind of guy in yeah. terms of discipline. In that he feels like. You know, if a player's, you know, not, you know, if the, yeah, if, if he feels like he's lost the player, boom, you're gone to reserve grade. But he'll do like fucking bulk changes. Like I remember when, when Ogden was the fucking standout guy. Yep. Next week he's fucking not playing. And then you got, obviously, you got, you know, Corey Harry and Ira, who has been pretty much fantastic in every game he's played for the dogs. Yeah. And then he gets, you know, chucked down to reserve grade for a couple of weeks. Which is interesting because. So much of the wisdom of great coaches is available out there, be it from interviews, and this is from other sports, as well as, you know, Wayne Bennett is famous for saying that that across his teams, he had players that he knew had to train, like, their guts out. Yeah. Otherwise, he had to discipline them. Yeah. He had other players- More like Alfie. That didn't have to train their guts out. Yeah. And he knew they would deliver. Yeah. And it was when they didn't deliver that he would then have to think. Yeah. It- but it's just like, how can you get any consistency in a side if you, you're you going to chop them every week and yeah. then bring guys back, you know? And it's like, he's just fucking tinkering with it every single week, but not, not for any, any positive result. Yep. I mean- let these motherfuckers. I mean, it seems like Foran is. I mean, he. You know, I mean, he'll never be back to his best. I don't think. But I mean, at the moment, it feels like you know. Ever since he come back from that injury, I mean, he's so. And even the game when he injured himself. Yeah. I mean, he is back to as good as he's going to get. I think, which yeah. is not to, not bad. I mean, like, he was pretty good. And and again, I'll tell you what. We we were probably incorrect when we assumed that Kieran Foran would put as much effort into playing football. As he does to being a positive role model to his children. Yeah, I think he's putting when more into football now. The amount is actually, you know, magnitudes of fifty or sixty. I would suggest, yes, as an estimate, yep. that he cares more about footballing than his children. Yep. Um, but the dogs came in, they score first, very quickly. Yeah, all of a sudden, this is well, okay. You know, is is this a, a Monday afternoon reversal? 
But then all of a sudden the floodgates open. And the dragons obviously looked a little bit sharper. Norman coming back in is a massive plus for them. Yep. Um, and fucking, like, yeah, fuck, I don't know whether you say it's unlucky or lucky or whatever it is, but just him just not being in origin consideration yeah. is is just such a blessing for them. Yep. Would have been even better if they had wit it, but unfortunately that wasn't to be. Um, but, yeah, that, uh, that dog side. But you saw the change that it made in the Titans when Ash Taylor gets dropped. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the dogs are at a stage now where dropping someone to reserve grade would almost have no effect on the team as a whole. I feel like that some the obviously, you know, pending the fact that they know internal workings of the side and if someone's just fucking gobbed off or, you know, like called the coach a Derek, for example. Um, Fuck. during the video session, maybe they're just trying to all go to South. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But there's a point where it feels like it's like they're under like the the regime of like you know Kim Jong Un in a sense that yeah. get him on the wrong day and you might be the one that gets fucking shot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and they don't know when it's coming and they don't know who it's going to be next, and they're playing accordingly. But yeah, and this is the thing again though. This sums up the dog season perfectly. You run through the stats quickly on this game. Look at the metres gained. St. George win, right? Yep. So that's where they win in the territory. Oh, and they had significant but, amount of line breaks as well. Yeah, the double amount of line breaks. Yep. But you look at things like the amount of tackles made, almost the same. Mm-hmm. Missed tackles, almost the same. Penalties conceded, four and three. Incredibly disciplined game. Errors made, nine to ten. You look over that and it looks like there's two teams that were grinding out this fucking arm wrestle yep. of a match all afternoon. And then you look up at the scoreboard. Yeah. You know? Cronulla, ah, Cronulla, a Canterbury's problem is they have no cohesion in attack. Yep. And they have no fallback for when they get into trouble and need points. That's anyway, it. luckiest man in rugby league. We'll be replaced by Shane Flanagan, though, so. Yep. JSJ Hogan said, uh, so I already own a leather belt. Just need to know if frozen or room temperature Mars bars are best asking for a friend. Hashtag hello darkness, my old friend. Hashtag wooden spoon 2019. Depends on the end result you want. If you uh, are concerned about maximum Mars bar ending up inside the, uh, what, what do we call it? The Hutchins chamber. Then frozen as you go. If you're more concerned about air tightness, then you need to consider things like, well, you know, when you stuff a potato in an exhaust pipe, some of that potato is going to be sliced off and pushed <laughs> around the edges. So that's when you would go room temperature. So really it's your preference, sir. Yeah, but I mean, I would, I would also think that, um, that with the, the uh, room temperature one, I mean, you, you're also, you know, running a greater risk of, you know, permanent or you know lodging you know yeah <laughs> chopping it off and uh <laughs> ending up with a uh a, a brown fetus inside you <laughs> if the hutchinson a brown nougat <laughs> if, if the hutchinson goes to plan that's somebody else's problem <laughs> yes really as they call it a kim wilson christmas <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
JDHD, fuck the Bulldogs and fuck their fan base. If it wasn't for the fat cogras between Belmore and the ocean, I'd say global hotening would be worth it to see that godforsaken shithouse pub side sink into the goddamn sea. Beautiful mouthful there. Uh, apparently they've got an $8 million war chest and they're going to sign everyone. Oh, they're going to sign fucking everyone, apparently. Uh, GT351 underscore Johns are good for us. We just keep playing every team into form. Our inept crapness knows no bounds this season, but I'm a sucker for punishment, so I'll keep supporting and being proud of this rabble. Still hashtag proud to be a bulldog. And if Flano went to the dogs... It would be so fucking great because the meltdowns at GT's. I don't think he will be proud to be a bulldog anymore if that happens. Because think of all the years of the drug muller and fucking peptide this and blah blah blah, and then he gets the architect as his own coach. Yes. And uh, Devonhead, after finally breaking the losing streak, I'll be celebrating like smooth Corey tonight. Hashtag Red V. So I presume that means. Drinking Canadian club from the vagina of a lady. Oh. That's what I thought he was alluding to. Okay. What did you think he was alluding to? I thought he's getting wife. old getting old getting old mate down yeah, old mate down the pub to yeah. rack up some lines or No, I, I thought that just many his wife was okay with Seguiaro standing next to the bedside table while they fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, previews coming up this week. The uh, we're back to Thursday night games. First Thursday night, oh, sorry, the first game on Thursday night is the Raiders versus the Sharks in Canberra. Canberra in Canberra. It's getting cold. It's time for it to be a thing. The uh, obviously wonderful defence of the Canberra Raiders versus the newfound attacking prowess of the Sharkies. What have we got here? Changes. Uh, we got uh, Papali and Louis starting in the pack. Sutton and Soliola benched, and Caesar still in the halves. The Sharks. Aaron Gray drops the reserves. They're moving Dugan to the wing, and Josh Morris goes back into the centres after being rested after the Origin game. <sighs> it's a good one. I don't have full confidence in the Sharks just yet. The difference Moylan made to the Sharks was tremendous. Yes. And uh, certainly does, and I mean, instantly, you know, produces attack for them. You know, they they seem like they're getting in their groove in that respect. Raiders, on the other hand, have a tremendous uh, defense, but also, you know, very dangerous in, in attack as well. Yep. I'm just going to go home team, Raiders. Yeah. I feel I'm, like this is a good, this is probably the best matchup of the round. Again, yeah, matchup, matchup at team level. But I'm also looking, you know, at, at a couple of matchups on the field. Mm-hmm. And fuck the, there's some some matchups there that that are really going to be interesting. And even though they may not be directly running at each other, you know, you you've got guys like Bateman up against guys like Graham, who's you know I know he's named on the bench. Yeah. Um, but are those really dynamic opportunity creating forwards? Yeah. Um, that that can can inject themselves into a match. I think where this game's going to be won is from the bench. Um, and Cronulla's typically had that advantage over most teams. They they play, they've got a very, very strong bench and they use their rotations well. Yep. Uh, in saying that, you know, Canberra's bench is nothing to be sneezed at either. You know, forever have love for Soliola after he fucking ended Billy Slater. Ended Billy Slater. <laughs> so, yeah, will always be on my fucking Christmas card list. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going to tip Canberra as well though, home team. 
Titans take on the Warriors in the pub slot coming from Hope Solo Coliseum. The uh, Titans this week, Cartwright is back in. He was out last week because of a flu. Uh, Imagine if there was something out there you could use to minimize. Well, first, firstly, I mean, straight up bitch, because I mean, how many players play and you seem spewing up on the sidelines yeah. and stuff because they're suffering from the flu, but they're That's still in there putting in. But uh, I believe there is a medical advance that allows one to minimize their chances of catching the flu. Yeah. Now, let me use this fucking platform to tell every cunt out there to go and get a fucking flu shot. And I don't want to hear any of you say, I'm healthy, I don't get the flu, and even if I get the flu, it's not that bad. Cockheads, you don't get a flu shot for yourself, you get it for other people. So you get it so that you don't cough on fucking dead shit Sally at work who then goes home and because she's such an unfuckable hate mole, still lives with her mother and passes the flu germs on to 80-year-old Betty who's not such a bad lady, but she's still a bit racist because she remembers when the Japanese invaded Sydney Harbour in submarines. Yeah. Get your fucking flu shots. And don't try and tell me it's how the government implant chips in you either. Because it's not. (laughs) That's when they give you pap smears. (laughs) Which I only found out today I'm not supposed to have. Titans. Okay, so Cartwright's back in. Long yeah, went the long way around. Cartwright's back in. <laughs> Peachy will be uh, starting uh, in the. Well, it'll be uh, it'll be the all star ex Penrith uh, second row of Cartwright and Peachy starting. Um, Fuck me, is Proctor Garth, is Garth Brennan not under review anymore? <laughs> well, I, I believe I believe he is, but this is the this is the way he decides to play the cards he's been dealt. Uh, Shannon Boyd returns to the bench Warriors Okay So Herbert returns from injury So he's back in the centres uh, Beal drops the reserves And um, Jazz Tavanga Comes in on the bench For uh, Tavita Sate The most delicious of chickens <laughs> <laughs> Look I have such trouble Tipping the Warriors At the best of times However Hope Solo Is a second home for the for the New Zealand fans, yeah, my God, it is Kiwi. I mean, when that that stadium, this will be the best crowd of the season for these cunts, based on the fact that all the Warriors fans will be there, uh, in you know, in among the scattering of Titans fans that are yeah. regularly there. Look, the Titans are a thousand times looking better side when when Ash Taylor isn't harshing the fucking Tyrone Roberts buzz. Yeah, that's it. And Riley Jacks, Brimson, was, fantastic, was um, you know a certainly a competent enough player. He was inobtrusive. Yeah, I thought he, he, but he was great when he played for the Storm. Exactly. I can't believe it's taken so fucking long to get him back in, in, into or to get him into the like, side. I, I said it when they bought him. Like, yeah, why have you got him? Are you, yeah. are you expecting Origin coverage? Are you? Yeah. You know, yeah anyway, um, you know what? I'm actually going to tip the Titans here, and I. Fucking no, I'll probably live to regret it. But I just think the Warriors have got too much fade in them at the moment and not enough of the heart that saw them, you know, succeed at the beginning of the year. I think the Warriors are a better side and I'm going to tip them in the expectation that the Titans can't do it twice in a row. Okay. Cowboys take on the Tigers up at 1,300 teeth. Javid Bowen comes up into the back line after Mitch Dunn getting injured. Uh, he'll be on the wing. Twelve shifts to centre. Bolton replaces Jordan McLean in the front row, 
Baptiste and Jensen on the bench. The Tigers. Okay, so Thompson at fullback. Mumbai goes to the centres. Jennings on the wing. And uh, so far, Fanua and uh, Marshall are in the side despite injuries. So they may they may drop out. Um, man, this is another one of these games. There's two teams with not a lot to recommend them on form. Nofalum is in. I'm tipping the Cowboys. The Cowboys kind of a on an upward trajectory until they, you know, until they met the, the 2019 premiers in battle. Um, I just wonder, I, mean, I feel like the Tigers, you know, it's crazy. They just lost the game 28 nil, but I feel like the defense that, is the yeah, biggest that, problem they they've got. 28 nil bad. Yeah. And the, the Cowboys aren't a dynamic attacking team by any stretch of the imagination. And yeah. I don't really think have, have that muscle factor that, that would have previously worried teams like the Tigers. So, yeah. Um, I have to go to the Cowboys just on form line, really. I mean, and without any confidence at all. Home side, you know, form line, Talmalolo, you know, maybe something comes out of the 315 metres he'll make this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, where are we? The Storm take on the Knights in Melbourne at the Korean Housewife. Melbourne Storm squad, unchanged. For new Newcastle. listeners, yes. the reason we call that stadium the Korean Housewife is... Because a listener of ours uh, was uh, somehow associated with the arch- architectural basis of the construction of said stadium. For new and, listeners, and, uh, they- architecture is where they design big things. <laughs> that you go into <laughs> when they design stuff good <laughs> and uh they and those guys amongst amongst those guys uh the the stadium uh, Amy Park was known as the Korean housewife of of course because you know Amy Park is Park. A, Amy is you know spelled differently is a common female's christian name yep. and Park is a common korean surname yep uh Ponga in at fullback. Man shifts back to the halves. Mason Lenor is out. Uh, Guerra in the reserves. In the 21 anyway, so I guess he'll be turning out one day. And uh, King comes in on the bench. This is the match where the Newcastle Knights meet their maker. Yes. Melbourne in Melbourne. Well, you know what? If the if the Knights can win this game, I mean, I th- I feel like we were fairly complimentary to them earlier in this episode. Yeah, uh, I'd certainly. Oh, fuck me! I mean, there's some complaints. I was getting some fucking private messages from Queensland supporters going, "Oh, fucking whining bitches about the Origin game." I was like, really? I mean, yeah, did you did you think that the tweets and stuff we read out are like us saying stuff? I felt we ah, were fairly. I don't get any of those. Direct them at me next time, cunts. <laughs> um, it's not like the old Shark Man days. Let me tell you, we're yeah. not going to make any of you dumb cunts famous. You just you you, you just know that we, we we got we got your message, and you can suck our dicks and from not, behind, from from the back, yeah. and we're not going to put your put your name out there and and give you any any additional oxygen in your little fucking mushroom hole. I don't know. Sometimes after a pain gasm. I've got some extra time to go back through people's timelines for incriminating evidence. <laughs> um, 
This puts the the Knights' credentials to the test. Correct. You know, they're, they're coming up against Melbourne. They can Melbourne. say what they like. They can say what they like about mm. their, six, their six wins in a row. And sure, you can only beat what's in front of you, but what's been in yep. front of them has been, by and large, very origin deplete or injury injury depleted opponents. Yeah. Now, like or, just, or shit or shit fucking size. Just like as just as last week, Penrith defeated the defending premiers with their marquee half Cooper Cronk in the team and well. Mm-hmm. You know that cemented our credentials as a premiership contender. <laughs> this. So what the Knights are looking for is to do something that's not like that. That's something actual, <laughs> actually legitimate. No, that's what we're trying to achieve no, we, here. They, as the Knights. We were legitimate, like the the night the fucking roosters are stacked with origin quality players like Daniel Tupu, you know who's <laughs> who scored one of his origin esque tries where he <laughs> jumped high. <laughs> um, Storm, yes. The uh, rabbits take on the Panthers at ANZ Stadium Saturday, late Saturday afternoon. Mm. Rabbits, okay, so. Cody Walker returns at 5.8. Turner goes to the centres. Mm. Gay Guy shifts to the wing. Yep. Hiroti drops the reserves. Liam Knight's starting prop because Tom Burgess is suspended. And uh, Ethan Lowe replaces Sam Burgess, which is, you know, not the, not the greatest replacement, but Ethan Lowe is, certainly doesn't have either. any cunt in him either. Yeah. So uh, he's got better hands and less penalties. Uh, Panthers. Okay. Unchanged. That's easy. Yeah. Let me look at the South. So, Dwayne and Walker. They don't have their fullback. They don't have their halfback. But they got Damien Cook. They have Damien Cook. And Penrith have lazy market offence. <laughs> so. Look, you have to say South just based on you know, general form line and ladder position. Yep. But once again, I guess, I mean, the Panthers aren't in the position of the Knights where they haven't had a long run that hasn't tested their credentials, you know, for legitimacy. Yep. But, you know, Panthers can, you know, get ahead of the curve and, and get some legitimacy in, uh, by yeah. winning this game. You know what? They, they can. It's a good South lineup. It It is. And they can out-enthuse them. That's- Very depleted when you look at, when you take out names like, you know, AJ and, you know, Reynolds and Burgeyes and, yeah. you know. But, but where you, where you win this game, is by out-enthusing Souths mm-hmm. and really frustrating them. And I think we need to have another clever Maloney performance yep. as opposed to try your guts out Maloney performance. If Maloney if Maloney schemes his way to engineer, you know, to, and it's obviously on him that he's, you know, schemes his way to a victory against the Rabbits, I mean, motherfucker's, you know, he's, he's trying to put his hand up desperately yeah. to get back in New South Wales side. Yeah, that's it. Um the other thing I think will happen here will depend a lot on how Cody Walker returns from origin. Yep. And, you know, you said it last week about how James Roberts turns up in this squad. Walker's got probably the best psychological landing pad you could have in the game in the form of Wayne Bennett. Yep. Um, but how he turns up and performs could either make or break the Rabbits game. I mean, I could just, you know, I mean, I don't know if Roberts is, you know, who's matching up on who, but I mean, you imagine like a, a matchup of James Roberts versus fucking Isaiah Yo. Yo. <laughs> Isaiah Yo, that made a fucking sensational line break <laughs> and 60 metre fucking breakaway jog. <laughs> yeah, but not 100. <laughs> I don't even get excited about those. South. 
Penrith. 13 plus, put your house on it. Eels versus the Broncos at Wayne Best. Gutho. Named in the side. I mean, is he is under some sort of scrutiny because he got scrambled or doesn't sound like it? I don't like think it. so. Uh, Salmon is back in the side coming into the halves. Nathan Brown starting at lock, which is basically, you know, the, the best version of the Eels yep. when Nathan Brown is starting. Yep. So I would, uh, you know, anticipate that that would make some sort of difference on the side. Now up against the Broncos who um, who get Oates and Gillett back in the side. Dearden, of course, is out, you know, probably for probably for six weeks. I haven't heard exactly. Uh, so what do we got here? We've got Sean O'Sullivan in the halves. Gillett into the second row. Turpin starting nine. We were discussing. McCulloch off the, best, off the bench. We were discussing this last week. You know, how, how are you not looking at, you know, Boyd to six, Osako to one. And and then bring in bring in someone as a winger, yeah, <clears throat> you know. But um, Seabold's fucking dying on Darius Hill. He is, he is, and I mean that's Shibasaki. He wasn't fucking great either. He he, he wasn't. can can bomb a backline movement and potential try. Yeah. Still. Hmm. What would I know? What the fuck's going on with Sigiaro too? I mean, is he still? I mean, is he trying to fight his way back in from his internal? you know, drink driving on his peas situation. I mean, he's named in 21. You would assume that's the reason. Because, because he, the games he played, I mean, he pretty much scored a try in every game or, and, and, yeah. and important tries in every game and they're fucking loving him. But that, that that's what you buy a Seguiaro for. Yeah. You know, you, you don't buy him for for a you know, strategic 80-minute half yeah. that adds to your attack. You buy him for the... He's like Adderall at exam time. No, no, no. I, just, know, I just mean, I just mean that he's not in the in the yeah. in the hooker rotation. That, that could be the. Yeah. That is the only logical explanation. Yeah. Call uh, the policeman a Derek. Look. Honestly, Bankwest. This Nathan one, I, Brown. This one, I Fuck believe. Give it to Eels. Go Eels. I'm going to go the Broncos here. I believe this one will be decided by the Broncos forwards handling, because they had the roster and they had the starts to get back into that game against the Titans. Yep. But it was the handling of the Broncos forwards that let them down every yep. single time, and I reckon they'll fix it. Okay, the mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Dragons. at Brookie, Manly squad unchanged. Dragon squad, Frizzle moves to lock. Host goes to second row. Corbin Sims has been benched. All right, this should actually be a pretty good game in terms of quality uh, when you look at the other matchups across the round. Um... Look, I think Manly just going to keep uh, keep improving as long as they can keep that side together uh, for as long as possible. Um, I'm loving Cust and Daly Cherry Evans together in the halves. Finally, um, I'm glad they made the decision. You know, when they when they've been playing lottery with all the all of these halves, you know, through the course of injury and Origin, you know, unavailability. I'm glad that it came down with Cust as the one that remains in first grade with uh, DCE. He's finally made his, made the position his own. Yep. Look. I mean, as long as as long as Dylan Walker can, yeah, as long as Desi can put it on Dylan Walker's iPad, stop fucking rushing out of line, cunt, because you're letting in like two tries a week with your bullshit. I'll be fine. No yeah, problem. look, the Dragons only need a very simple game plan here: grubber, 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 grubber. Your fucking <laughs> retarded fullback won't be able to bend down and pick them all up, and they'll win by fifty. <laughs> Mainly thirteen plus, because that is not going to happen. Because you know Ben Honey's is going to kick him dead. Seven tackle sets all the time. Yeah, exactly. Marty to power strolling through yeah. the shit. Uh, Roosters take on the dogs. 
<laughs> Where's this lineup? Let's give it a look. Mitchell and Crichton return. Radley at hooker. Well, they're obviously right. not scared anymore. Okay, so the doggies. DWZ starts at centre in his first outing. Montoya shifts to the wing. Crichton goes to reserve grade where he fucking belongs. Ogden's dropped to the reserve. Just the bench, is it, or where is he? No, he's he's the he's the one that gets the mystery bullet for the fucking week. Okay, cool. He's in twenty two. This musical fucking Foran's at six. Coggers at seven. Marshall King's at nine. Though me, their spine actually has been okay for them, you know. As I mean, yeah. that part sort of staying consistent. I mean, Corey's back in the sixteen. Uh, Arawira Nara is on the bench. That's yeah, it. yeah. But I uh, fucking hell. With Matt Chech and refereeing, I do not expect this to be a great what? encounter. I'm going to tip the Roosters. To what win are the actual dogs matchup are though? Like who's well, who's DWZ lining up against? Does it fucking matter? Because unless Luttrell is completely cooked. like oh, I mean, and Teddy will be chipping in as well. Yeah, maybe with his week back. Fucking welcome to the centre's off, cunt. Yeah, maybe maybe with his week off, um, you know, Luttrell, you know, if he has a New South Wales fan, I hope he gets his shit back together real quick. Did we discuss the Luttrell video? Well, I mean, it was we never... may or may not have it seen. Was never, it, it, it was never, you know, it's denied that it was Luttrell. Do you think it was Latrell? Look, I mean, it looks similar. It look, you know. <laughs> and I mean, you know, and perhaps the existence of said video may have been playing on his mind over the last two atrocious performances he's had, you know, with Origin the week before. Yeah, well, seeing what had happened to another player who allowed a video to be shared. Yeah. You know, look, did, look at the name on the Snapchat. Or, oh, I didn't see it. It was called, oh, fuck on. I didn't notice. I, mean, I was it, too busy. It was watching, called like I was too busy watching the the, the chicks sucking dude's dick. <laughs> um, Getting the wobbly H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we used to call that a Minto field goal. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it was called like Slut Nation Five. Yeah. Okay. So there have been previous iterations of this group, and people have obviously been yeah okay. been booted as as happens to all good DMs. Event, you know, they just change yeah. and <laughs> evolve. That's it. But um, he, he's seen what's happened to other people. You know, Napa got yeah yeah fairly heavily reprimanded. Um, yeah. Old Tyrone May got things done. have gone away though. Like it's nothing's come of it. Well, it's a roosters thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Nick took care of it. The, the smartest thing to do would be to like. That would be the only club yeah. where extortion is expected. It's just like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to leak this. Everyone thought it was about origin. No, it's just about getting paid. It's, it's, it's about, it, it, it's basically about, it's not about origin. It's about maybe coercing Latrell into not going to Souths and yeah. putting a stop to all this fucking- That's it. Replacing Greg English shit. Mm. Uh, yeah, much like the way that, you know, Uncle Nick allegedly- Kept Blake, Blake Ferguson at yeah. the club for significantly less money. Yeah. Yes. Um, Roosters, 13 plus. Yes. Righto, mailbag. Liam said, I might skip this week's ep with the Tigers being pantsed. 
Manly and Penrith both getting wins. These cunts will be painful as all fuck. Oh, our fuck is always all painful, friend. Well, that's exactly what I started the show yeah. with. You know? <laughs> exactly. And now he knows. Uh, ben said, I've got one for you. Worst loss you've ever seen your team play. I don't have any... Ugh. I don't have anything that scars me so bad that it like sits in the upper reaches of my consciousness where I can just pull it out. I'd need yeah. to really I'd need to think That's about it, it for a long time. Look, and and I have the Matt Elliott era to go back through. So Oh yeah. There's no, plenty. Got, I mean like anything that happened in the anything happened in the Trent era. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, there was probably. I mean, I know that there was some fucking awful ones back in the days, like immediately following the Northern Eagles when the Broncos were still playing out of um fucking QE two and Mount Gravatt, yeah, and um yeah. and like I remember going to all those games, and I remember there's some fucking floggings that took place then. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, we got some bullshit from LV. Good on you. Uh, Troy Ellington said, "Fuck all you shark hating cunts." Uh, well done, Troy. Fucking give it to him, Toto. Mate was who was on the sidelines in Origin said when Walker was hooked, the Queensland bench was giving it to him, telling him the coach has no faith, he'll never play Origin again, etc., etc. Thoughts on sledging? Fair game on the field? Fucking 100% it is. My, my, I actually replied to him, and, my, and it's the same as what I'll say right now, feed them hard and often. Yeah. Fans, opposing teammates. Yeah. Non-stop fucking make and a pest yourself. you know what? Then yeah. it's up to you to back that shit up. You can make right. them stop real easily. Yep. You know, but yeah, you can you can tell them to look at the scoreboard when you've done yeah. what it takes to exactly. shut them the fuck up. Yep. Exactly. And otherwise, wear it be better. Get well, good. Uh, oh, Hammers said, if I weighed ninety nine kilos and I ate one kilo of nachos, am I for a moment of time one percent nacho? Yeah, hundred percent fuck with. You've been fucking sniffing polymers again, cunt. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is di- and that started off a chain of shit. Who would win? 17 Darius Boyds versus 17 Bryce Cartwrights, <laughs> both 2019 editions. 17 Bryce Cartwrights. Yeah, I think hands down. Yeah. Because I think Cartwright Cartwright is better than this year than he was last year. Yeah. And Darius is far more cooked this year than he was last year. It will also, did the fucking monkey die at the end of Outbreak? No. <laughs> he skipped away and left yeah, the, that's it. everything in his way. Dar- Darius ends up with the fucking pox. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, Darius, I mean, he's clearly got AIDS too. So, I mean, you know, at what point can you, what, what more can you do to the man? <laughs> well, look, if, if the Bryce side needs only to cough and Darius needs blood and semen, I'm still back in Bryce. Yeah. Fair enough. On that note, that's full time for episode 322. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League, uh, Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League, and the group hashtag Twill Nation. Search for it on Facebook. Join. You'll fucking love it now that Grover's uh, learned his place. Well, um, I'll fucking put this out there again. I saw yes. one slip through today. Yeah. Fucking keep your shit cunt origin memes in the respected threads. Fucking cunts will get sin binned. Yep. I'm with it. Bougie fucks. Uh, footy tips. Okay, this week. Everyone's saying it's a tipocalypse, but um, I think I got five out of eight. It wasn't too bad. I got eight. Um, Penrith one. <laughs> yeah. You're tipping manly now, are we? I got eight. Uh, good boy. Uh, on a blood buzz on top. Twill legend too. 
Uh, Bargy in second, tied with Eastside Boy. Toozy, Millennial Suck, Axes On, Wobby Thrara, Thakos, Swiss Cowboy, and Never Trendy all follow up on the same uh, amount of points. And I actually rose, I think I'm one point out of the 10. Well done. But there's a lot of people, there's a lot of congestion. So I mean, I'm probably like in the 20s. Um, Supercoach, I saw a discussion uh, somewhere on Twitter about it, but uh, the notorious PODs are fourth overall in Supercoach. Fuck. Fucking fourth. There you go. But we've got some good teams. We've got a couple in the top thousand here. We've got uh, Can't Deal Eels. They're 319. Haystacks Calhoun in the f- 408. Uh, Sam Seals, 569. Arkham's Inmates, 710. Great what, name. Top five in the top 100 of Supercoach. That's, no, sorry, top thousand of Supercoach. Tremendous achievement, fellas. Um, keep it going. Big Papa Power, Amphi's Roosters, Super Turbo Bros, the Hot Cosby's, and Billy's Bankers. Round out the group. Um, now, I've been fucking massively flogged uh, with work over the last uh, week or so, but I'm just starting to get clear of it now. So there's a number of people who've indicated they uh, they want to grab either an extra polo shirt, their existing members, or they want to grab a membership, um, given that we have the ability to you know create new shirts for no extra cost uh, from the supplier. So literally Wednesday, the whatever of the... 12th of June is the last deadline because I just want to, I just, I just need to get past all these fucking merchandise production. Can for we the, just, yeah. not to fucking get to yes. detail, can you leave cut off till Friday? Okay. Because there may be cunts that will listen to this. Yeah, okay. Friday, because the Friday, yeah. is tomorrow. Yeah, okay. So Friday, if, you, if you're a member and you want an additional shirt, if you are looking to become a member, uh, and there's this last lifeline chance where you can do so and get all the stuff from this this year's packs because we've got like I don't have ten I know that I've got less than ten packs, um, or if you are someone who has indicated that you uh, wanted us to hold a membership there are a couple we come this we got to close it off uh, so you know going to need you guys to sort it by the weekend. And yeah, that's it. So because don't forget, your membership gets you with the stuff in there. Also gets you the invite to the Saturday night. Members thing. Membership function on grand final weekend. Yep. Which is always a lot of fun. Uh, yes, indeed. And uh, yeah, because I mean, like, you know, I want to push out something for the 10, 10th anniversary. And I just need to get all, I need to get when this that? one shut down. Well, it's this year. This is the 10th year. There, so, you know, it's 10 years by the- Do we get Glenn back twice in one year? I think we probably should. Maybe Fuck game yeah. for Twillies or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be, it might be the go. Yeah. And uh, we'll take him. No, oh, let's do a live one from that spicy chicken place. He'll fucking love that. Yeah. That's a shit. We could do that. Fucking great idea. We could probably fuck. Well, the only problem is that the mics and everything, the quality would be lesser. Because, I mean, this is, a, this is, a, this is a, a, a fucking rig and a half to move out Ooh. to an outside situation. Yeah. All we'd need, if only we had somebody that worked in sound that could come up and And soundproof the the booth for us. Or just produce the show for us. No, just soundproof, yeah. No, I don't want him to actually fucking do that shit. That's like like fucking um, herbalism and natural, you know. Oh, it just has to make sure the shit's recording. Like crystals. So we don't. Like all that fucking sliding shit. (laughs) Doesn't actually work, right? The industry to take your money away and stop you from getting proper medical treatment. Yes. But because you know what you know you know what they call alternative medicine that works, right? Medicine. Correct. Exactly. So Correct. all he needs to do is come up and just sticky tape some soundproofing to the wall. 
some egg cartons. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, let's just vandalize the fucking fit out of Fat Belly Jacks. That's it. <laughs> Try earning a fucking Emmy with some actual hard graft, <laughs> fucking desk jockey. <laughs> anyway, that's it. See ya. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.